are listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. Alright, this is gonna be so good. And Fred Slow. I am the cream The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610 the sports animal. And talkabq.com. Turn it up! Turn it up! It's Friday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Pick me. Call on me. Call on me. Yes, yeah, yes, sir. You in the front row there, sir. Boys are here. The boys are here. Hey. I am Fred Slow, and I'm going to hang out alongside you, friends of the show, until 7 o'clock tonight. At 7 o'clock tonight, there will be tip-off of men's basketball as the Lobos will take on the visiting New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. It's very exciting. It's happening at the pit. Also, we are happening at the pit. We are live from the pit. Hello. Leading off in plain center field. Well, that's the wrong sport. Manny Mota. Alongside me, my very best friend in real life (laughs) and all time, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Good afternoon, my friend. Peachy, how you be? I am doing well. Quickly ascending the ranks of friendship to possibly the number one seed if all of his cards are played right. One, Robert Gibson. Robert, welcome to the program. Hello, fellas. Uh, What? Is in you guys' purple drink because, <laughs> man. Did the, did the lights just get brighter? What's Not going good. on? No, I, you were talking about baseball, and we were, I was like, where's he looking at? Like, center field? What? Back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio is one Michael Vital. Michael, how are you? You guys are sounding good, but it'll be busy in that pit very soon. Door, doors open at 6 o'clock. It's doors get, open at 6. It's going to get gotta, real weird. Enjoy being by echo yourself. echo in here for two hours. Yeah, yeah. Van, that, be that was loud. funny, Van, because when you said all that, you could hear it echo. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> well, yeah, we're live from the pit today as we're going to take a ride up to game time. So if you're coming out to the pit to check it out, uh, come say hi to your boys. We're down on press row. But uh, we'll promise to sneak you up as humanly close as possible for one socially distanced photo. Unless it's with Van, he doesn't understand social distancing. Yeah, I make out a lot with strangers. I'll go right in for it. Wow. Just laying it out there. I'm glad glad I've never been a stranger. If you're a star, they'll let you do it. Robert Gibson joining us. You, uh, you're you with us the entirety of the program, Robert. Yes, Thank you I so am very here. Much. Yes. And I'm then here. you're rushing out tonight because there's something going on somewhere that you have to be a part of because that's in your credo. Yes, I have a comedy show tonight. Uh, it's at the Eclipse. Um, it's going to be a great lineup. I'm ready for it. You guys are going to get me in the zone before I go over there and tear this crowd up. Well, you started with the purple drink reference because we snuck over to the visiting New Mexico Highlands bench to grab a little Gatorade. Yeah, we had to pedal the wares, test yes. it out. And this uh, UNM Lobo staff uh, set up the visiting Cowboys, who are white and purple, sure, with ah, the purple drink Gatorade. I like that. So how very fitting and fine of them to do such a thing for the visitors. To me, you're, you're – your gigs at Eclipse tonight? Yes. That's perfect because Eclipse just so happens to be my favorite 90s girl car. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew, if, if your mm. girlfriend was rocking an Eclipse I had your one. crush was in an Eclipse. Yeah. Nah, you know what mine was? Even though I was a little younger. Pontiac Sunfire. Yeah, no, Sunfire. The, the Suzuki Sidekick. Oh, strong word. <laughs> yeah, then it turned into the Montero Sport. Okay. I never yeah. had yeah. T-Mobile. I never had a Sidekick. About the updated version of the VW Bug, you wouldn't what? see a guy driving in that. You Never. Guys, you guys are literally naming, like, my list. <laughs> like, this is this is my body count you guys are going oh, over man. right here. Next, next generation, though, I went from Ford Focus to Toyota Prius. 
Okay. So I joined that group years later. I was hoping you wouldn't say my car, which is an Altima. Oh, that's in the middle of the road. That's unisex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your car. Yeah, that, that, if your car bl- is non-gendered. If it's black, then it's okay. You could be a okay. meddling middle manager somewhere and drive an Ultima. That's true. And, like, like the subordinates underneath you or superiors above you would think not either positive or negative. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit of nobody, really. I get it from all angles because I have a car seat. Okay, the car, yeah. The car seat used to be the, uh, but now it's, yeah. I have one. When you get a little older, when you have a car seat, well, the ladies love that. A little inside ladies info here. Car Robert doesn't even have a kid. It's just for when he gets pulled over. He yeah, has a car so seat smart. Just to endear himself a little bit. Robert parks in suspect <laughs> neighborhoods, yeah. and that's what keeps. They're like, oh, we're not yeah. breaking into this. No, we're checking that door. Exactly. Oh man, we're going to the next one. We're yeah, gonna, we're it's gonna break an into Ultima, the sunfire. It's an Altima <laughs> with a car seat. Robert, <laughs> it's a, a, that's a that's a like a single mother struggle story right there for sure that's what that is the people peek into your windows and they're like damn i ain't trying to get no goldfish right now <laughs> yep <laughs> gold chains no, no goldfish fruit gold snacks food. we got a good we got a good program today obviously aaron Rodgers talk i am not a radio professional who often talks about other radio professionals but today was at or near the worst and dumbest thing that aaron Rodgers could do is he joined pat mcafee on the pat mcafee show so we'll break that down at length a lot of lobos talk today eddie nunez the athletic director for the new New Mexico Lobos will join us on the program at 4.30. We're going to talk about the program. We're talking about winter sports. We're going to have a lot of fun with him. I have a note here that just says monkey guy. Don't know what that means. I'll fill you in on all that. I got a good story for you, fellas. <laughs> get ready for that one. Rob Portnoy at 5 o'clock, the voice of the Lobos. See if we get Hunter Green over here, too, because Hunter Green, um, he's the real commentary to that action. Oh, that's my favorite so, color. Yeah, so if he's available, we will do that. Mike Dominguez, the head coach in Mexico Highlands, will join us at 5.15. Richard Patino will join us at 5.30, the head coach of your UNM Lobos. Uh, we'll recap Thursday Night Football and how it's stupid, and if you're a part of it, you are stupid, and if you enjoy it, your hobbies are stupid, and anyone that makes any sort of effort to take the time out of their life to take in Thursday Night Football can only do it because they're a friend of Joe Buck. Actually, that segment might be over right now. <laughs> I was going to say, what can you say now? Ben Sim- <laughs> his, his words, not mine. <laughs> ben Simmons talking the 6 o'clock hour, OBJ and OBS, and then obviously – today's varsity which we have not picked yet so it's going to be a good program live from the pit we're excited to be out of the john lopez real estate coldwell banker and legacy studio we're excited to be doing it on the road michael how late are you with us today till five o'clock and uh bobcat's taking over oh okay, well, I get, okay. What a team. it took because him a little bit i thought he had already left you see that little <laughs> pause i was like did he leave now <laughs> I thought he's, did he say five minutes or five? Well, he's probably in there having snacks. Oh, I, okay. I didn't bring him any snacks today, so he had to fend for himself. Oh, I, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm chewing on hubba bubba bubble gum. That's the reason why I'm always waiting for your food. So now that you're not <laughs> here, I got to go to bubble gum. I, I'm sorry I overlooked that aspect. I promise next time we are on remote, I'm going to drop by some snacks. All right. Good looking out. Uh, did you guys catch any or all or some of this Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee thing today? I got some nibbles. You got some nibbles. Yeah, I didn't have time to ingest the whole 45 minutes. All right. but. Well, luckily, Vital has a clip. So, Vital, if you would. I'm not, uh, you know, some sort of anti-vax flat earther. Um, I am somebody who's a critical thinker. Uh, you guys know me. I march to the beat of my own drum. Dumb. I believe strongly in bodily autonomy and the ability to make choices for your body. 
not to have to acquiesce to some woke culture or crazed, you know, group of individuals who say you have to do something. Health is not a one-size-fits-all for everybody. Well, bodily autonomy is a word that Aaron Rodgers just learned, and he's going to use over and over again and try to make it fit into sentences. Bodily autonomy, the phrase, did not exist before COVID. I'm looking up Google results on body autonomy. (laughs) Just see how high it went up today. It peaks. He just became the captain of the CTE team, y'all. Yes. Because that made no sense whatsoever. It was the dialect was real intellectual, but the words did not match up at all. No. Well, no. he goes to town. Ta- he goes on for like eleven minutes on this opening diatribe, and he goes on to town to just defend a million different things that are just absolutely not being attacked. And then Pat Maxby <laughs> says, "Why are you lying?" And he says, "Am I lying? Was Martin Luther King lying?" Oh. <laughs> what? I didn't catch that part. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> compared himself to MLK. Oh God! Yes, wait, wait, did. wait, wait! You gotta, you gotta like dig. The person or the street? You have to dig deeper when it comes to him. He didn't put the junior on it, so he might be talking about some dude in Wisconsin. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say That's I misspoke, and he did put the yeah. junior on it. Oh. <laughs> there is just there is the entire like fluctuation of ignorance and emotion Man. in this thing. Where you could own, like, as I was listening to it, and I'm like a serious XM subscriber because years ago I brought the bought the life along when I thought Howard Stern might disappear if I didn't pay for him. The uh, my fist just kept like tensing into a harder ball as I was listening. My knuckles became just a glaring bright white of anger as I'm listening to Aaron Rodgers explain how he homeopathically and homeosocially and homeo regularly and homeo weirdly was deciding that he knew more about medicine than the world. Hey, but he did. At least he consulted an expert, Joe Rogan. I was going to just <laughs> say Rogan. that. And then he thanked Joe Rogan. <laughs> On the broadcast. What? Uh, he said, my personal friend. Oh, my. What's going on, man? This is. He talked. He, he was saying that it was draconian the way that the NFL was treating players that were unvaccinated because he, they had to follow all the rules that were explained to them clearly. Aaron Rodgers was like, okay, I got caught. I'm going to unload all of this. Yes. <laughs> That's what happened. He's like, they caught me. I'm going to let it out. I can't hold this in any longer. He said, here's the special thing that's real special. I don't have to get tested every day anymore because I had COVID, and now I have nat- natural immunities. So it's actually a blessing because I don't have to take my 301st test in one week from today and pat mcafee is like what are you going on about pat mcafee's like you are my friend i'm trying to like give you softball questions that you can answer to not look a fool and he cannot do it fellas he's busting at the seams okay i found the exact quote okay Okay. he he brought up mlk jr's name and then brought up the quote from mlk jr that it's a moral obligation to object to unjust rules what? What? <laughs> yeah. What? C T E, you guys. This is what it is. Well, I, I went to I went to go get my vaccine, but people were spraying fire hoses at me, and they wouldn't <laughs> let me in the building. Okay. If it Aaron. wasn't for those dogs, I would have okay. got vaccinated. <laughs> I don't know how familiar you are, Pat McAfee, with the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> But around these parts, we don't do that. Oh my goodness! the The thing that was so infuriating because I listened to the whole thing. Like I'm not like I'm a. First of all, everyone knows I'm a big Pat McAfee mark. Sure. I love pro wrestling. He nails it. Yeah, yeah. He is. He, he is everything I want to be when I grow up. He's in his element, big time. 
he was up against it because Aaron Rodgers is his boy. Aaron Rodgers is his friend, and he learned on national his own national radio today that his friend is an idiot. That sucks, right? It sucks. Because you've known him for years. Yeah. He's been on your show for years. Every since, week for years. Since the inception of the show he's been on. Well, and he's the a, inoculation of the show. Since the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Since the show has been immunized, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has been on it. You can put whatever definition or whatever word you want if you're Aaron Rodgers. Buck D, you're a big football guy. Buck D, you're a, a friend of people that don't know anything. <laughs> How many of your boys talk like this? How many uh, of your boys claim they got 500 pages of quote-unquote research, research that they're not willing to share with people? None. None, Zero. right? Zero. I wouldn't even put up with it. I wouldn't put up no, with that. You, there's, there's no way. No I, got, I got so many more jokes. The New Mexico Highlands Cowboys are starting to take the court as they're warming up for the big game tonight here at the pit against the Lobos. More Aaron Rodgers talk, mostly jokes, so I'm going to give Robert a chance to do his set. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the pit. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we play on Team I-9. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from the pit. We're having so much fun with it. Lobos are out taking jumpas. You see any going yet, boys? Uh, those are not the New Mexico I Lobos. I was going to say, yeah. uh, unless they're shooting with their feet. I think these are. Oh, soccer players, you think? <laughs> yeah. These are, no, I've, seen, I've seen more kick basketballs. Training staff interns. Oh, okay. yeah, I'd say training staff interns. I guess I should have known by the, the five-foot nothingness. Or oh, the, yeah. ca- the calves. We're live from the pit <laughs> up until 7 o'clock. From the Cavs, the uh, the game is at seven o'clock tonight. The visiting New Mexico Highlands Cowboys are coming down from Las Vegas to play the Lobos in the last exhibition one before the Wednesday home opener. So, how very exciting is it that the Winter Athletics are here? Well, I mean, it's very exciting that this is an exhibition and not an official game because it's not going to be on New Mexico Highlands. Uh, record all year i mean that's gonna be it's gonna be a good look for them not being blown out by a hundred in their first game of the year i mean you're talking about my boys correct like as i sit across from you in your purple jacket my new mexico highlands i just noticed that he's got got the purple shoulders and everything i didn't i just (laughs) fred slow is the voice of high yeah yeah i didn't i I was so uh, into the purple drink, I didn't see the purple shoulders this, over here. I mean, I'm, like, similar to, like, your favorite pair of Nikes. I'm purple on purple on purple right now. Well, like the, I, the, the, your, the collar is so big, it covers the H. That's right. That, yeah, so you got to pop that collar. Yeah, you got to pop your collar. There you go. So I'm wearing, well, I'm wearing a microphone, so there's a wire situation. Ah, it's, okay. Well, it helps keep one side up. Yeah, there's a lot of things outside my control here. Uh, obviously, if you'd like to see your boys, you can check us out on our social media outlets. Everything is at TalkABQ. We're going to post a photo here in a minute of the three of us pretending like we like each other. And then, Buck D, your social media outlets will carry the same thing. They are what? Uh, Buck underscore dangerous anywhere. That's okay. where I'm at everywhere. Buck underscore dangerous. Robert Buck D. Gibson sitting with us all day long from the pit. We were talking Aaron Rodgers and how he is uh, deserves to face the cancel culture that he so very much is afraid of. Yeah, this is beyond cancel culture. Like, he's doubling down, tripling down. I said what I said. Get off my lawn. <laughs> That's what he's doing right now. I got an article pulled up that keeps um, – Picking away at quotes, he said, with studies and everything, and he didn't say one correct thing the whole time. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
So he didn't say his name right. <laughs> he, he, got, he, he nailed that one. Yeah. A-A-Ron. That's what he said. <laughs> the only part that he said right was he never said he was vaccinated. He just said he was immunized. Good for him for not outright lying on that part. He said, and, he, then, and then he takes you on a tour, basically worldwide tour, of other countries and their treatments, and none of them are true. Yes. Wow. He said, he said look what's going on in India. Yes. Billions of people take ivermectin there. No, they don't. He cited Isra- uh, Israeli studies saying that uh, homeopathic solutions to COVID-19 were just as valid for a person as long as they consumed a lot of vitamin D. What? You think I'm making that up? Wow. He's a loon. Wait, he was rattling all this off, yes. off the top of his head? No, just... he had notes. Oh, that's even worse. Yes. <laughs> the, o- the only D he'll be taking is from the media yes. here pretty soon. <laughs> once the, once all of this gets spread around the Internet. His post- and it is on fire. It's number one on the Internet right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the, the happiest guy on earth right now is the Sun's owner. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, Sarver's like, oh, you. good. Like, thank you. Yeah. He was, he was like, oh, good, one of them did it. Yeah. And then he said, I mean anti-vaxxers. Yeah. That's what he meant. <laughs> the thing that's so infuriating about this is, so Pat McAfee's there in A.J. Hawk. You guys, do you guys yes. mess with A.J. Hawk? Sure. Yes. Cool. Co-host yeah, yeah, of Pat yeah, yeah. McAfee's show, played linebacker at Ohio State, playing linebacker in the NFL. And as he sits there just chain-smoking his cigars in amazement, of Aaron Rodgers taking a shovel that he purchased himself with his millions of dollars and digging himself his own grave. Just a disaster of a 45-minute spot for Aaron Rodgers today. Wow. He basically just was saying that Martin Luther King marched on Selma because Joe Rogan said to. Like, he was, it sounds like he was in a fog. I'm, I'm just reading this. Because I didn't, like I said, I didn't get to see any of yeah. this earlier today. I'll so send you my XM password. Getting all this all at once, it's too much. It is way too much, but it's so entertaining. The, Glad he's not my quarterback, right, he man? Said, <laughs> no, jo- Jordan Love is my quarterback. <laughs> and number 10 is my guy. I already ordered a Jordan Love jersey. Oh, man. I, I, you know, I watched a Jordan Love interview today as well. Because, you know, the only time I'm on the Internet is when I'm on the toilet, so – Let's just put that in the listener's brain yes, right now. Yes, of course. So I was doing my research. Googling the most famous wait, wait, wait. on the planet. I was doing my own research. <laughs> how, how bad is your sports show doing when you're interviewing him? <laughs> like, why, what does he have to say Jordan about Love. this? Jordan Love? Jordan <laughs> yeah. what Love? What does he have to say about well, this? Well, you know, I'm a Packers dork, just like super, super producer Mike Vital. So I was doing my Packers research. When I research things, you know where we are. I already mentioned that. Right. And he said he had a mask on during his interview. And they oh, said, goodness. And they said, well, well, Jordan, why are you wearing a mask? You're obviously you're the only one in the quarterback group that's vaccinated. And he's like, well, because of what happened to our team, I'm in the COVID protocol now, so I have to wear a mask everywhere. But I don't mind it because as long as I keep everyone safe, like my family, oh, yeah. because yes. I'm vaccinated, yeah. yes. does then just drop the mic and just oh. – they took him in the back room and was like, this is what you're going to say on any microphone they put in your yes. face. Yeah. That's what happened with love. The, well, because what you don't want to do is end up like Aaron Rodgers and quote, I consulted a good friend of mine, Joe Rogan, and I've been doing a lot of the stuff he recommended on his podcast. Cool. 
Like, what are we doing here? Like, this is crazy. This like is... doing DMT and bow hunting? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me tell you about the benefits of ayahuasca. What it is is you get a couple of your best friends and you don't take the vaccine. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> it's, it's just about as bad as it could possibly be. Aaron Rodgers said, quote, he feels like he's in the, quote, crosshairs of cancel culture. Crosshairs. Yes. Is there no. anything more I'm super soft and willowed down to nothing than putting crosshairs on yourself from decisions that you made for yourself and then lied to everyone else about? Is and, there anything more? And then crying about it. You already knew what was going to happen. He knew what was going to happen. That's why he lied in the first place. He said during the interview, Robert, that um, the media had known of this for some time and they were just waiting for the other foot to drop so that they could, they could drop it on him all at once. He knew this, the day of quote-unquote reckoning was coming. Oh, so he's going with the whole media conspiracy yes. thing. Oh, he's dropping everything, everything. at once. No. I mean, he's, he's a martyr for like eight people now. <laughs> <laughs> when he presented his uh, own research in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers said, quote, they thought I was a quack. Yep. Yes. Yes, they did. You know how you were playing football in college instead of going to class while the doctors were going to school at Berkeley? The people who went to class, guess what they were doing? They were <laughs> studying medicine while you were playing football. Has anybody said anything or interviewed State Farm yet? What do they have to say about well, this? Well, they're going to say, sir, we believe at this point you're uninsurable. You have a no. preconsisting or precondition. Ooh, State Farm. that's a good one. <laughs> no. That's a good one. State Farm loves it because they get to raise everyone's rate, including the Rogers rate. The Rogers rate just went <laughs> way up. Hey, do you remember when uh, earlier today Cancel Culture said to Aaron Rodgers, I own you. I bleeping have owned you my whole career. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so here's uh, so like Robert, I'm gonna assume you've been caught in a lie in your life at some point. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, when caught Today. in it. When, <laughs> no, babe, I'm not going to the pit exactly. to hang out with the boys. <laughs> exactly. When caught in that lie, did you continue to flat out lie, or did you believe your best bet would be to I don't know, come clean? Well, it depends on who I was lying the to. The world. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, because they're gonna find out when you're that big of a star and you're under that thick of a microscope magnifying glass they're gonna find out he everybody says how smart he is this isn't showing it at all no <laughs> at all he said he uh, went on to say today on the pat mcafee show that he was uh had an allergy to uh the moderna and pfizer vaccine something to do with the mrna um if that was true if he did the nfl would have granted him a medical exemption that's true and that did not happen, Didn't happen so that is not, not true because it's, it's not true he then went on to say that johnson and johnson uh studies showed that it would make him infertile and he had uh concerns about that because he chooses to grow a family with one of his fiancés and obviously there's literally nothing that says that's true that's just a myth it's a wives tale it's uh it's bigfoot he's talking about bigfoot getting him Oh my gosh, man! He believes in the chupacabra. That's that's that, what's coming out next. Well, yeah. hold on. <laughs> Let's not. I knew it was going to be one of y'all. Let's not start talking crazy. <laughs> the chupacabra is very real. I have over five hundred pages of evidence. 
I need to that see the chupacabra is real. I need to see your paperwork. I consulted <laughs> my friend Joe Rogan, <laughs> who gave me evidence that the chupacabra is very real. Joe Rogan one time said he put an arrow in a chupacabra from a crossbow <laughs> at 500 yards, and he knew he had he knew he had downed him for sure. When he arrived upon it, it was just some elderly lady. MLK's <laughs> "I Have a Dream" speech was talking about chupacabras <laughs> the whole time. Aaron, oh. Aaron Rodgers goes on to say, "Quote." The right is going to champion me, and the left is going to cancel me. I don't give two bleeps about either of them. Politics is a sham. All right. Well, okay, he said two things right then. There you go. Eddie Nunez is supposed to join us at 430. If he's not here at 430 on the dot, I'm going to continue with the Aaron Rodgers roast hour. Dave and Busters <laughs> presents ABQ Central live from the pit. Vital is back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we're playing again with I-9 Sports. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from the pit, and we are laughing a lot, but what we have to do is put all of our Aaron Rodgers jokes on hold. Because joining us now, athletic director of your UNM Lobos, one Edward Nunez. Eddie, welcome to the show. Good to have you, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. This is about as nice of a setup as we could possibly have for this exhibition against my New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. Wow. It's going to be a fun one tonight, huh? You think Warren, that uh, pullover is going <laughs> to help him come through here tonight? I mean, you even went with the purple tie. I don't, I don't know if we can uh, really go all out here. I mean, I got the look. I'm just saying there's a level of professionalism that I bring to the game that Van refuses to. Is so, it, uh, is so it one of us is wearing a blazer, and one of us is wearing the visitor's regalia. Is it Let's get this straight. Bigger the fan, the bigger the collar? Or yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> he's about to fly away right here. Right? Yeah, that's old school. He, he had to, <laughs> Looks like he's still got the hanger in his shirt. I told man. you that's not Nike. <laughs> I said, can I, get, can I get a 2X shirt, but I need a 1X collar. They, they weren't quite ready for that body type. Eddie, uh, winter sports are here, huh, my dude? Oh, God, winter, fall still here. Winter's coming around the corner, and actually spring is, is practicing and doing their fall fall competitions right now so honestly we've got a lot of things happening it's a it's a fun but very hectic time of year for us how many athletes you got on campus right now Uh, approximately approximately about close to anywhere between 400 and 500 student athletes at a given time so incredible yeah it's it makes it it makes it fun but also again we have we have our hands full number 10 for the lobos jalen house must have known the ad was coming on the show because he walked out here like 30 seconds before you did well i saw i in all in his defense i saw him outside getting out of his car coming in here to get some extra shots up so i had to give him a little heck when he was coming in so i I don't think it was me i think he already had it pre-planned well if that's any (laughs) indication of the level of professionalism and effort that the lobos are putting out this year jalen house is out here shooting baskets three hours before the game starts it's 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 the commitment these these young men are having this year the way they work and on their game the the investment they're making uh, it's the biggest thing i think you'll see with them is going to be their they're coming together as, as a collective team. I think that's going to be their biggest challenge because they have talent. Yeah, we, we, you know, ultimately each one had their, their skills, but putting it together as a team is going to be interesting. Eddie Nunez joining us on the program to talk about basketball here in the pit. Uh, women played last night. Uh, exciting little game, a little closer than I think yeah. maybe the fan base thought it would be against Eastern, but I, I listened to the whole broadcast from J.J. It was outstanding. Uh, everything ended up being okay at the end of the game, right? Like for those yeah, who are in yep. the know? Okay. Yeah, but so, everything young lady is doing well. Everything worked out real well. I don't know about J.J.'s 
announcing, but the young lady is doing well, though. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so you're going to come out to the pit tonight. Uh, you're going to come enjoy the game. Yep. What can the fans expect to experience here at the pit? What are what are yep. the COVID-19 po- uh, procedures? What are the policies? If you could just maybe give, like, listening ear or friend of the show an idea of what's going on. So I think I, I – think our, our, most of our fans that will be attending hopefully are aware by now that we are going to be requiring masks as they come to the venue. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what they, they are experiencing in probably other establishments throughout the city, throughout the state, and probably in some throughout the country. But it is it is our hope to try to do what we can. We are having our staff going through and, and cleaning every every handrail and everything as much as they can, doing their part. But our fans should come in with the expectation to make sure that they have their masks on. Uh, of course, while they're eating and, and, and drinking, they can have it off to the side. But we encourage them to do their part, help us out. Our fans, our, our support staff will do theirs as well. But it's um, we want to do everything so that we can continue to play, continue to participate in this venue. Um, the last thing we want to do is have anything that, that will force us or push us into a different direction. Speaking of fans and support, um, is it are you, got, are you excited to, to see – how the city will come out and support this team. I, I absolutely – well, I'm just excited to be in here. That's right. the first thing. Um, last night coming to the women's game, watching our fans, and, again, it's the first one, so I think everybody's still kind of slow playing it a little bit. Um, but just being able to be in this venue, I mean, not having an opportunity to be in here a whole year, um, seeing what opportunities were out there, I, I, I'm excited. I think our fan base, you'll start seeing them. Of course, tonight playing the the the, the Highland uh, – uh, the, the Power fi- the powerhouse of Highland. I don't know. <laughs> there we go. I don't know if if we're going to have the fan base, but I, right. I I hope they do show up. I really do. I hope they do show up. I mean, I can't sit here and say I'm Rob Portnoy, like, because who can? Who can do that? <laughs> like, who can get on the microphone and say, yeah, I, you know, I'm the it, second coming of Rob Portnoy. I'm incarnate. I, I didn't. I didn't say you. I'm just saying you, you're. I think you're getting a little defensive right I, now. Here's all I can claim. Yeah, you're reading a lot into this, <laughs> yeah. Fred. What's going on, okay, buddy? I just, I'm I, telling I, you, it's the collar, y'all. I have. <laughs> I, <laughs> There's a style about me. There's a <laughs> prestige is a word I would use in my broadcast capabilities. It's very WWE style I like it. I like when it. I bring you a game, and, I, and I'm going to bring that persona off you, the court. You, you've definitely stepped it up, That's so okay. I, will, I will appreciate that. Eddie, what are you in, like year five now? I am starting year five as, a, as of October 1st. It is. Oh, my uh, gosh, congratulations. Pre- yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's so been good. You feel like the captain of this ship now? You, like it's, it's the right pieces. They're in the right place. All the parts yeah, are going you, the right way. What's you, the program need? Uh, well, there's a lot All of All the needs. programs. I was yeah. about to say, there's a lot of needs. Our student athletes, our coaches, we're always um, we're, we're severely underfunded. I don't think everybody understands that and everything else. And so we're continuing to do everything we can mm-hmm. to build our programs in whatever way we can. It is what it is. We've got to do our part. But um, I'm excited. I really am. The, the culture right now, the, the energy within our department, I mean, to, to know that last week we were able to have um, two of our teams take conference championships. Um, we had our gala last last Friday, which was the highest fundraiser we've had oh, there ever. You go. Like so when you look at those three things in one week, that's a huge, huge up. You know, our, our student athletes, our coaches are supporting each other. It's, it's a great momentum for our department moving forward. Fred, if you're curious, it's called the frilled neck lizard. Okay. That's what the uh, the collar looks like right now. Oh, he's actually a, pulled out the picture. <laughs> yes, oh, I, I, go, I was it was not coming to me. I was picking my brain. I was like, what's the one with the the lez- the lizard with the frilly and neck? This it's is called one, a frilled neck lizard. This is the one that sprayed Newman in the face in Jurassic Park. Is Correct. That what you're about? Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's so, the thing I deserve. So big big name coach coming yeah. in. 
you know, uh, big shoes to fill. Like, do you think Coach Patino fits his program so far? And uh, if you're having buyers or most, tell us right now. Like, what's going on? Uh, I, I, you, I think everybody <laughs> knows me. I don't. I don't bite my tongue. So I, I, I say, <laughs> if I do, you know, he's he's really um, came came to this program with the the willingness to to try to build it the right way, understanding. And I think one of the biggest factors for him, which is unusual, is he understands the expectations. It, it, nobody's ever understanding of the program's expectations, but understanding what it takes to be at a program like this at Minnesota. He's been a head coach eight years in the Big Ten. I mean, to be able to be his age, to have the success that he had there, I, I, I really feel it's going gonna, it's gonna to resonate in a positive side for us here. I really do. Were you a part at all of any of the recruiting processes for any programs? Because I'm obsessed with recruit with recruiting during COVID. Like, how do you convince a kid through social media as opposed to being in their living room or be able to come out to New Mexico and see the mountains and see the energy out here? How do you convince a kid to become part of your program? It, it, a lot of it is trust. Yeah. A lot of it is trust. You've got to build that trust. And it isn't easy because if you start thinking about all the um, – the, the creative ways they have to do this through a Zoom or through a phone call or anything else, it really gets challenging. But I will tell, I will give our coaches a lot of credit. They were very creative. They figured out ways to make this. Uh, and if you look at all our sports, it doesn't matter if it was football to swimming to golf to tennis to basketball, everyone worked with each other and their video groups and everything else to find ways how they did it, what worked well for them, to basically utilize it for themselves. So it, it's good, good teamwork. Going off of what Fred said, do you think, and what you said as well about building the, the program, do you think it, that's something that draws them here because they want to yeah. be a part of something from the ground up? Yeah, I do. I do. I think this is uh, we're in a special time. This is a special place. The facilities, the, the, the tradition, the history, when, when you see what is possible here and giving the right resources, the right coaches and everything else, honestly – uh, you, you, that's why you have individuals like House and others that are coming here and saying, we want to be a part of this. We want to build this to the, what people expect right. and actually take it further. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. I got one last question, Eddie, before Ask we go to break. Yeah. Uh, when you're setting, like, your exhibition schedule and you're figuring all that stuff out and, and you're bringing, like, New Mexico Highlands, how do those conversations go when setting this up? Is it, hey, we both got a free day, let's just hang out and play ball one <laughs> night? Or is it a, hey, we really like to – because Highlands as well, they got New Mexico talent. Like, you guys have some yeah. New Mexico talent. Is it, is it a cool way to spotlight the athletes from the state? It, it, it's a way to bring other, other schools into this. I know for a New Mexico student – regardless of where you're playing, to be able to come in here and yes. compete here Hard yes. is huge. So from our perspective, as they build their schedule, they have the pieces they have to fill throughout the year. We always find a way through exhibitions or through early season games like this to be able to bring some New Mexico teams in here because we feel it's important. Um, you have to balance that out with, with their schedule as well as with ours. So honestly, it's just calling them and having good dialogue, good relationships, and um, we're fortunate to have – so many of them throughout the last several years come through here. So for them to get to call them up and say, hey, would you want to do this? It's a no-brainer. Eddie Nunez, athletic director of your UNM Lobos. Any final words before we cut you loose, friend? No, you know what? Keep it going. You guys are seem like you guys are having a great time over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to provide this wonderful venue for you guys. If you're bored in the future and want to do this again, just let us know. I mean, this is it, – it, it's here available for others to do. 
I, I would love to come back. I don't know if you're going to let Fred back. If yeah, he keeps he wearing the pants. Yeah, well, he can't wear that. He can't keep wearing the visitor's team. Yeah, he he's can't do that. going to have to change the attire a little so, bit. But yeah. I, I, I know Scott Cregan, who's here in the house, I saw yes. him here right now, he's, uh, he can help probably get we're, you some gear. Well, we're going to get old Scotty on the program after this. He doesn't know yet, but <laughs> you, I didn't know you let super fans walk around so no, early. He, he might be your new your new attire sponsor. You never that, know. Well, well, you don't know. You know? He, he just recently donated hundreds of T-shirts to our Rocky Horror Picture Show production. Yeah. So I think I know the depths of the weird stuff that old Scott will go to. <laughs> so, uh, Eddie Nunez, thank you so very much, my thank friend, and thank you for the opportunity. My pleasure. Thank you. Yep. I right, appreciate you, Eddie. We're going to take a break. When we get back, uh, I'm going to get Scott Cregan to come on the program. He don't know yet. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're back live from the pit. Eddie Nunez has left us to go O for a million from the floor. <laughs> Joining us now, my very best friend and possibly the whole state. Sorry, Van Nunley stepped to the side. Scott Cregan, welcome to the program, Scott. Right on. Thanks for having me on. Big, you, big game tonight. You're the guy who's here two hours and 15 minutes early for the game. Yeah, I'm here stretching, getting ready to go <laughs> sit in my seat. I want to make sure the hamstrings are ready. Uh, Scott, ready are, go. are, are you going to build a new facility out of all these bricks that Eddie oh. Nunez is throwing up? Oh. Hey, I got video. He, he made a layup. No, oh, no jump shots. He, lay, he made a layup. <laughs> The owner of Graphic Connection here in Albuquerque, Scott Cregan. Uh, obviously, for your screen printing needs, contact Scott Cregan, 505-821-2777. That's your boy. Thank you, sir. So, I mean, what's up? You got Highlands gear? What's up? I got I got Highlands gear. I was just, <laughs> I was up there last week selling Highlands gear up in Las Vegas. Yeah, oh, I'm, shoot I'm, I'm, wow. I'll, I'll be hooking you up this week. I must have missed you. Yeah. I must I, have missed I, you. I go up there about once a month. Do hey, you, do you have I, anything oh. that looks like that? <laughs> Well, I heard the references you guys made <laughs> yeah. from the from Jurassic Park. We're, we're I, just, I, I don't think that's fair, man. No, this is a very look fresh good. look. Thank you. Look you. Good. Yeah, I'm, and I'm actually down a few pounds, so it's sitting a little looser than you would oh, think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, it's a whole thing. I I'm like not, it. Not, Scott, I'm wondering why his Nike swoosh is backwards and upside down, <laughs> and then all the all the Lobos players are the right side up. I don't, I don't understand. He, he got the rejected. I side. thought it was. A, <laughs> I thought it was an eyebrow. You look good, man. All you joking aside, you, you really good. can't see the Nike switch with how big the collar is. I didn't realize yeah. until right now. I thought it was just hyperbole. You guys were. Scott, when's the last time you watched a men's basketball game in person? Who? Uh, good quite I mean, before COVID. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like it's kind of weird being here right now and being in the pit. Um, and, you know, it's kind of fun tonight. Uh, Highlands, I was talking to a local basketball coach yesterday, high school coach. And they have. I mean, we name drop here, Scott. You just go ahead. All right, Sean Jimenez. Okay. He said. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we have a. I have a kid that I think he's still playing. I mean, there's a kid from Cleveland that plays on their team. He might. I think he's hurt. But I mean, they have they have a bunch of uh, New Mexico kids that play on this team, and you know they probably played here in high school and, uh, for the state tournament, and now they get to come back and play in a big time arena and and play against a big time team. I think it's a really neat deal that UNM's doing this and playing Highlands tonight. So you have a, a huge passion for Lobo Athletics. We see you everywhere. Like what, what don't you do for the program? Well, my, my company's been blessed. I mean, I came here, you know, to play football a long time ago. I don't want to say how long ago it was, but I'll date myself. But I came here, got my, got my scholarship uh, from California. Um, never, I always thought I'd go back to California. I love New Mexico. Um, I started my company here, and one of the first customers I got was the University of New Mexico, uh, because I played here, um, so we do all a lot of work for the high, for the for both teams, 
for men's and women's basketball as well as baseball and football obviously and some of the other sports and uh so I'm around here a lot, and I get to do their work. So I've been blessed. I got a scholarship to come here, and now I still get to do business with them. So they're dubbing you as a super fan. Um, I want to know, what is your expectations of the team this year? Well, I, I mean, I, I read all the stuff like everyone else does, uh, you know, right. the, seeing the you know, preseason. They're picking them, you know, middle of the pack. You know, I'm, we were just kind of talking off the air about some of these new kids that come in. I mean, the Mountain West hasn't seen these kids, uh, you know, some of the transfers that they had come in. And they're seasoned guys who've been in big-time programs. You know, everyone knows Mashburn's name because we all watched his dad play. Sure, and, right. And I remember watching House's dad play. He, he was a – I mean, he was a baller too. So, you know, I think, I think with the mix of uh, players that we had coming back and a lot of new, new faces here. So, I mean, we'll see. There, I, I think we're uh, – I think the coaching staff's going to have these kids ready to go and, and – uh, We'll look forward to the season. The year that you graduated college, Scott. Ooh. Oh, my Okay, goodness. you ready for this? Ooh. So what's Uh-oh. that, 92? 92? Yes. Yeah. So the number one sneaker in the game in 92 was this Nike Air. I don't know what the name of this is. The the, the one, the Olympic team wore, it just said right. Air on yeah. the side. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. actually came back out this year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. they're hot again. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So that's, I mean, that's what the kids were wearing. Yeah, that's them awesome. days. Yep. Do you, I, can I get those a graphic connection? Uh, we, we don't sell those. Oh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think my sophomore year, we had a deal with Converse on our football shoes, and I think basketball had them too. So we were we were rocking the cons back in '92. Oh. <laughs> Do they even make canvas anymore? Do you, have, <laughs> Do you have any canvas products? Yeah, yeah. It, that was <laughs> a graphic time, connection. That was a long time ago, the, brother. The Scotty Pippen Nike Air more up tempos. Yeah. Today, all right. You know what we did? Today's varsity. The varsity just baller basketball shoes. All right, That's I'm in the varsity. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Let's the varsity of basketball shoes. Let's uh, so you're staying for the whole game tonight, Scott? I will be here tonight, yeah. and then I'm getting ready for tomorrow. It's going to be a big Lobo weekend. Yeah. And it's the evening tomorrow, the, ba- the football game. Yeah. But, you know, if you, I just drove up, you guys, and I don't know if you see, people are already out there setting up for tailgating. Yeah, for really. Tomorrow. Yeah, oh, I love that. I've been here since three setting yeah. up, and people are already tailgating. Yeah. Well, it's exciting, you know, what, what basketball and football is doing. I mean, football is, is going to take a little while. they got to get their guys in here. But I'm, I'm expecting a big big win for our football team tomorrow, too. It could be a big weekend for Lobo Athletics. Loyal listener, you could probably hear in the background, they started playing some music here in the pit. You mm-hmm. could probably hear the balls bouncing because the Lobos are starting to come out on the court and warm up. Oh, that's not Eddie Nunez no more out there? <laughs> nope. These are real basketball players no, no. now. They're Whoa. going in the hole, you guys. <laughs> Scott Cregan, <laughs> thank you so very much. Again, Graphic Connection, which is just my absolute favorite place in town. Uh, it's T-shirts. It's it's anything that you can print on. It's business cards. It's, what am I missing? What's, like, the weirdest thing you've ever put a brand on? Oof. I had someone ask me to print on a jock strap one time. Whoa. And you guys broke up after that? You, can just, you could just say Van. You could, you could out me here. <laughs> yeah. say Van yeah. asked me. I, uh, yeah, just anything with, <laughs> your, anything with your logo on we could do. We're local company and uh, I'm proud to help you guys out. Uh, big fan of your guys' show. Listen to you guys every day. Uh, appreciate, the, appreciate the help, fellas. Absolutely. Let's grab a break. Top of the hour, whenever we get back. Reach out to Graphic Connection. Just Google them. You'll find them, I promise. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Turn it up. Boys are back live from the pit. We're having a lot of fun with it. Lobos are on the court. They are warming up. Who's this house kid? He missed a shot. He missed a shot in a minute. One. 
Not one shot. Yeah, don't get too scared out there, Highlands fan. Until we call him out and he missed yeah, the first one. Yeah, and he missed yeah. the, yeah. the first one. <laughs> right when we said it. Joining us on the program, voice of the Lobos. And also, I haven't mentioned this to you guys, uh, the voice of my conscienceless thoughts. So, Rob Portnoy, welcome to the program. That's scary. Did yep. you just admit that I'm in your head? All the time. It's, uh, <laughs> All the time. We it's really frightening, Dan. That's a bad place yeah. to be. He has a therapist <laughs> that he talks <laughs> that he talks about yeah. it to every day. I said, I always say, I said, the disembodied voice of Rob Portnoy is here with me, and the therapist says, "That's weird." And Ready? when he says therapist, he means me, his unpaid yes. oh, therapist. <laughs> True story. I went to book a uh, tea time yesterday. I'm not going to name the place, and they asked if Rob Portnoy was coming with me because the the uh, the driving range isn't long enough for you to practice on anymore, Rob. Uh, Incorrect. So, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't get to golf no more. You're busy. I can hit it fairly straight. I don't hit it that long. Give me okay. a break. No, you're right. Rob's, I was driving Rob's in today and looking around, and it's, oh, my God, what a gorgeous day. This would have been the day to be out there. But, of course, it's a game day, man. Yeah. Yeah. You have, there are multiple games every day now. No. You don't, it, get a, you don't get a break. Chaos. And November is the best month out of the year for somebody that sits in my chair because it's nonstop. And I'd love to clone myself if I could. Do you have the technology, Van? Because I would like to have somebody <laughs> that I could send to Boulder to do yeah. the Colorado game, to Vegas to do the two right. games there. I just can't be in two places so, at once. I sure wish I could. Here's a fun one, uh, Robert Gibson, as we talk to Robert Portnoy. Yes. Uh, on next Saturday, you are in Vegas. Is that right? No. Where are you? I will be with Lobo Football. Okay, so yes. you're in Boulder. Yeah. So Symbietta, where's no, he? The, the Boulder trip is another basketball trip. Oh, okay. Symbietta will be in Vegas with basketball. I'm going to be with the Lobos football team. They're playing Fresno. Okay, and then JJ's calling a women's game that same day. I'm calling a Highlands game that day. I think there's soccer somewhere on the planet wow. as well. It's, there's, like, there's too many games for people to take in next weekend. I'm confused. I need a sip of Gatorade. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. Make sure it's the purple. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, yeah. you're sitting right here. You're hearing balls dribble. You're hearing sneakers squeak. And they're gonna How be good in these does seats. it feel? Yeah, they're going to actually be fannies in these seats. I mean, it's awesome. Um, it's been way too long. You know, uh, I, 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 I've been thinking about the feeling that we're all going to have yeah. um, when the Lobos come down the ramp and hear the fans for the first time. Uh, in over 600 days, and uh, I'm getting chills thinking about it, guys. And to see them on, I mean, you know, our floor and warming up, uh, preparing to play a game, albeit an exhibition game, but gosh, it's it's an opponent. It's another team is in here, and they're going to open the doors and let fans in. I'm so pumped. Whenever you're bringing the broadcast to the fan, are you going to be able to be able to separate from fan to professional again, or do you think that's going to be a hard transition? Uh, there will be blurred lines today. Yeah. There's no <laughs> doubt. I mean, um, you know, my lens is cherry and silver. I fully acknowledge that, and I am. Uh, I will definitely be uh, Rob the fan sitting next to Rob the broadcaster today because <laughs> this is just too cool. Rob Portnoy joining us live on the program. We're live from the pit. We're, la we're laughing a lot today. It's just been a VIP, really, guest line. Eddie Nunez was with us earlier. Were you able to listen to any of the Eddie Nunez bit there, Rob? I, I can't believe you got Cregan to come on the air. That, that was impressive. <laughs> That's now, a get. Um, what I said to you guys when I walked up is that there are not many people around town who could clown with the athletic director of the University of New Mexico and have it sound real. But you guys were having fun. Um, I love that you can laugh with anybody and everybody. Buck D put me up to it. Yes, I did. Because of the collar, man. I'm not getting off of the collar. <laughs> as far as Highlands gear goes, this is about as nice a pullover as you're going to find anywhere. So just to be fair about that. Okay, Lobo fan, you're going to love hearing this. 
the first two people out on the floor were transfers Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn Jr. Do you see these guys sliding in and fitting in, being a piece of the crew immediately? Because they're obviously putting in the work already. There's no doubt. Uh, I think the identity of this team is going to be its backcourt. Um, they're the engine that's going to drive this team. Uh, it's obviously way too early to say something like this, but it might come down to as Eddie House and Jamal Mashburn Jr. go, so go the Lobos in 2021-2022. Now, to hear Coach Patino tell it, the Lobos still need to pound the ball inside. They need to work inside out. But the reality is that the guys getting the ball inside are going to be the ones with the ball in their hands. And Eddie's going to have it the most. And when Eddie doesn't have it, Jamal's going to have it next most. So they're the uh, straw that stirs the proverbial drink this year. So, Rob, now, you know, we're, we're back. People will be here. Do you think the excitement will kind of have them a little too high to start the game off? Oh, good question. You know, Robert, uh, Coach Patino and I talked earlier today, and he said something that's very true. He said sometimes the fans can take you in the wrong direction too. So right. Um, you're right. You, you have to figure out how to be you regardless of whether the fans are for you or against you. And I think some guys, it takes a little while to learn that. Some guys just have it innately that they can just kind of do their thing and they're pretty impervious. But here's the unique thing about this group, okay? There's one scholarship player, Emmanuel Quach, and two walk-on players, Clay Patterson, Jordan Arroyo, that have ever played a game in front of fans in this building. On this roster wow. of 16 players, only three have ever played in front of fans in this building. So it is brave new territory for all these guys, and we're going to get to see how they react to it for the first time tonight. You are live. Uh, games are on KKOB tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're going to – that uh, pregame starts at 630. Correct. Obviously, the opening tip is at 7 o'clock. You'll be there with Hunter Green. Uh, Hunter sharing that same energy you have? No, he's a real – he's coming in super solid, super settled, super ready to sit and just do it just as, as securely and perfectly as, as possible, right? Bruh, you ever heard any of our highlights? <laughs> 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 I mean, it, there is not a more enthusiastic – He loves uh, it. Oh, my. Isn't it awesome? I, I know you were teeing that up for me. Um, phenomenal. Yeah. You, you can hear his smile, his laugh, his energy, his infectious enthusiasm in every single call, every game. And you know what's funny? I, th I did this because I wanted to remember what it was like, guys. I yeah. did this. Right. I queued up some highlights from a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. Where there were fans in the stands so I could hear and remember what it's like to call a game nice. where there's actual crowd noise and where there's actual energy in the building because we didn't have that last season. I mean, this is sad to think about it, but the Lobos played 22 times last year, and all 22 we had canned court squeaks and crowd noise piped in because there was nothing in the stands to grab. We wow. did it the whole season. Think about that. No, I literally I could not. Like Ridiculous. I could not. And yeah. Well, it was such a tight ship here, Buckty, mm -hmm. that like Van and I would be like, "Hey, can we get some presses to come in and just like kind of take an in?" They're like, "No." Like no. it's like this wow. thing is locked down right it's like, now. No, we saw you at the club last night, Van and Fred. We are <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah, we, we are not letting in here. We got policy and protocol. <laughs> so I, I, this... thought, I thought they were going to talk about that thong that you had. Made. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was leopard stripe. It was, yeah. or, or, did it say? Or, did it say your whole me. Van Nunley, it or was, was it just Van? It was. It, well, first off, it was. <laughs> Zebra. So it was. It was. It was ginger. It was gingers. Is a ginger zebra. Animal print. I do a lot of animal print. So we're sitting here watching the guys warm up, Rob. And I think I found a new favorite player. We got a seven foot tall ginger. And I got. I think I got a good nickname too. 
You're sweet. talking about Sebastian Forsling, I am. of course. Yeah. The Swedish street ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that good? So the Swedish street ball? Yeah. Is that, is that good? Similar to meatball. I like where you're yeah. going with this. Not meatball, but street ball. All right, you change like... his Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all over nicknaming these guys. That's, I know. It's I, the most I, important thing yeah, in the game. You're legendary. Yeah. Hey, name, <laughs> image, likeness, Rob. It's about branding, all right? Yep. we got to get them out there. I-L. And I'm giving it to him for free, by the way. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need my cut. Mm-mm. Not now. <laughs> Not <laughs> yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth nothing. <laughs> once, that blue, <laughs> once that blue check mark shows up, that's whenever the game changes. Yeah, for sure. Robert Pornoy, uh, we are at or about that time with you. Is uh, Any final words, though, for the friends of the show? Anything for the, the viewer or listener at home that should be excited about this game tonight? So it's just a little past five after five. Right. right? You, you've got nearly two hours to figure out your evening and get over here. That's that's my my final word is that um, there's nothing else that you've got going on on a Friday night that will be more cool than coming in and supporting these Lobos who haven't seen fans in here, uh, you know, in, in practically two years. So come out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. It's going to be exciting. Uh, this team will play a brand of basketball I know you're going to love. And this is their final tune-up before it gets started for real next week. So come in and uh, support your Lobos. I'm about to go family feud. And good answer. Good answer, <laughs> Rob. Rob Portnoy, voice of the Lobos, friend of me in real life and friend of the show. Thank you so very much for your time. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, hey, man. Appreciate Thanks, you, Rob. We're going to nice grab a break you. real quick. Uh, whenever we get back, Mike Dominguez, the head coach of the visiting New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. We're going to talk about what their squad is doing and how they're preparing for the season. And my favorite freshman of all time, Derek Chavez. So let's see how that goes. You're listening to Dave & Buster's which presents ABQ Central, not live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are at the pit today, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we're playing with the I-9 Sports, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from the pit, and we're just having as many laughs as we could possibly have talking about basketball and everything that surrounds basketball and sports adjacency to basketball and how fortunate we are to now have Mike Dominguez joining us, head coach of the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. Coach, how are you doing? Welcome to the program. Oh, I'm good. Appreciate you guys having us. and Just glad to be uh, back playing basketball and doing it here in New Mexico where, I don't know, I think I've seen a tweet. It's over 600 days since yeah, there's been right. a basketball game here. So just nice, nice for our guys, nice for everybody. You guys are taking this exhibition one like a real one tonight, but you're taking the time out for us, so that means the world to us. Uh, you brought, you what, you brought 14 kids down for this one? Yeah, we'll have 14. Uh, yeah, we're treating it as as a real game as possible for us. I know it doesn't go on our record, um, but we're preparing for you know when our season starts, which is next weekend against Angelo State out of the Lone Star in Eastern New Mexico. Angelo State's a really good team. They've been in the national tournament I think three out of the five last five years. One of the better teams in the Lone Star Conference. So uh, uh, us being able to play the Lobos is uh, uh, is going to help us a lot. Right, with that being helpful to you, I, I was looking here. It looks like you have, what, nine or ten players from Albuquerque? Do you do you feel like that comfortability with the pit will help you? Yeah, we have, I mean, the guys that have been here, I think there's only one that didn't get to play right. a state tournament game here. Um, and this is, you know, I was, I was telling Fred earlier that this is where you grew up wanting to play at. In high, you know, high school basketball is big here in New Mexico, and, it's all centered here at the pit, and, and this is where you want to end up as a player. So they all grew up coming to games, uh, watching, being able to play in it, and then obviously now having a chance to, to play uh, UNM. This is a big deal. I think they're excited, and, and we're just excited in general just to be playing again. Now, Coach, on a scale of one to straight fire, would you describe this pullover that I'm wearing? 
It's fire. Yeah. I, would, I would appreciate it if uh, if Andrew's listening that I got one. <laughs> I haven't got one, so I need to go into his office and, and, and grab one because my wife has one. Yeah. Uh, everybody has one, but for some reason I haven't, so I need to, I need to figure that and, out. And speaking of gear, Coach, I love your gear right now because you're like business on bottom. you got the dress shoes and the slacks, and you're like party on top. Yeah. you got the hoodie on top. Which one are you gonna go with? I'll, like, I'll be in a suit. I just we have two hours till right now. Time, you got so. yeah. you got business on bottom, party on top. Yep, You're like yep. the opposite of a mullet right yeah. now. <laughs> it, it, it helps me stay loose, and I don't really like to be in a suit, you know, uh, that much. So I'll wait to to put on the dress shirt and the jacket till closer and, to game time. So Ro- Robert asked you about the Albuquerque kids, and and Highlands represents New Mexico very well. You got yeah. kids from all over the state, all over the Southwest, and all over the country. What's it like being able to teach these young men that are from New Mexico and you're in New Mexico and you know they got that love, they got that spirit from where they're from? Yeah. No, it's a big deal for us. Uh, you know, I'm originally from New Mexico. I grew up in New Mexico. I graduated from Capitol High School in, in Santa Fe. Um, so recruiting New Mexico is a big deal to us. Um, and we don't just recruit New Mexico. I mean, we expect our New Mexico kids to play for us. Um, and we've had guys since, um, since, I, since I've been there, which is in 17, 18, We've had a, at least seven to eight kids from, from New Mexico. Um, and guys who have played for us, Desmond Carpenter is uh, a kid from Cibola who was on our, he was our starting point guard on the, when we won the RMAC championship and made it to the national tournament in, in 2017, 2018. Um, Jalen Munn is from Cleveland who played a lot for us last year. Fortunately, he, uh, he tore his ACL, so he will be out for the year. Um, but Jalen Domino Lovato played at El Dorado. He was part of that team that won the championship. So, I mean, New Mexico is a we, – we try to do our best to recruit New Mexico kids. One, I have a little soft spot for them just because I feel like we don't always get the love that we should here in New Mexico because we're from New Mexico. So I like to recruit them because I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder and they're going to play with with heart and, and some, you know, some stuff about them. Not, and, and that's what I like. Not from New Mexico, but Boston College transfer Sammy Barnes-Tompkins, who I've worked with a lot calling games, uh, calling football and volleyball and soccer for the Highlands. Uh, he's got personality. Yes. I mean, this is a kid with a world of life in him. Yes. But I guess he's even that much better of a basketball player. Well, he's going to lead the conference in, in scoring and assist and, and rebounds and free throw percentage, he claims. Like, what? what's his story? I sure hope he does. He's actually He actually spent some time in, in growing up in Las Cruces. Yeah. He moved to Arizona, I think, when he was going into his freshman year or eighth grade year. So he's – New Mexico's not new to him as well. I think he played with the with the Danny Granger's AAU team back in the day when when that was going. Sure. Um, but, no, he's a good kid. Personality is something he has a lot of, sometimes a little too much. i got to tone him down at times. But, no, he's a good kid, and, and his story is unique. He had to play um, – he played at Boston College as a freshman, started games there. I think he had like 16 at Georgia Tech as a freshman. Wow! Um, so he's played in, in big times atmospheres, and and and, and then kind of life took him different ways, and and basketball kind of took the took him a, a little bit of a backseat for a minute. Yeah, yeah. But we were able to get him back, and you know now he's on pace to graduate. He's going to graduate this year, um, and like you know, yeah, and he's a really good player. Well, and you guys really graduate your players too. Which yeah, is, that's yeah, that's the plan is is to graduate. I mean. I'd love to say all our guys are going to go professional, but unfortunately they're not, and, and graduating is, is what, what we make sure they concentrate on and, and do. And if they have the chance to go play professional, then, then great, but, but graduating is the number one priority. 
18 and 10 last full season, five straight winning seasons for Highlands. What's the outlook for the squad this year, and what do you think the ceiling is? Hey, Armac Ship, just call it right now. I want to hear it. <laughs> I'll never say that. No, but that is that is the goal, though, is, is to win the Armac and, and get to the national tournament, or or put ourselves in line to if we don't get the automatic berth uh, by winning the Armac tournament, um, getting one of the at-large bids, and we've gotten New Mexico Highlands to the point of our guys expect to win. Um, they expect to compete. You know, our league is big. We have 15 teams, and our guys expect to be, you know, in the mix of, you know, top four, top five every year. Um, and then you got to win the close ones and, and take care of business at home and have a chance to, you know, be one of the top two, three seeds. Um, so it's big for us to, to recruit that, and, and our guys expect that now, and, and, and that's, that's the best thing I think we have going in a year of transfers and everything that was going on. We didn't have a single kid transfer last year no, that's without awesome. having a year playing, and you guys know how big the transfer portal is. So tonight, what are the things that you're looking closely at? What are you focusing on tonight? I just want our guys to stay together. We're going to hit adversity. There's going to be times where we're not making shots. There's going to be times where we, you know, we're having a hard time stopping them. Um, calls aren't going to go our way. And, and so I want to see how they react for the first time when stuff's not going well. It's easy to – be high and mighty when things are going well and we're up by 20 or, or you're hitting shots. You know, everybody in the world can do that. How are you going to respond when things aren't going well and you aren't making shots? How are you going to contribute to help us get back on track and get us back in the game? Um, so that's what I'm most looking for out, out of our guys. Coach Mike Dominguez is joining us, head coach of the basketball team there in New Mexico Highlands. The Cowboys, uh, it's real-life basketball next week, huh? Yeah, it is. Uh, next Saturday here in the pit. We play Angelo State and Eastern New Mexico was part of a classic uh, that Division Two allows you to do as a exemption when you're playing uh, in region teams. Right. So we'll play here Saturday at three, I believe, and Sunday at one. That is going to be just the absolute most fun. So if you're a Highlands fan and you are in the area, obviously you will have access to that to see in person. If you're coming up often to Highlands to check out the home games, uh, we'll say hi to me, first of all. I love attention. I love everyone who comes to me and says, you're so talented. You're so good at this. You fit the part. You're way more handsome than your voice. Do you guys want to throw anything in on this? Or? No, you got a couple minutes. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was going to see how long he was going to go. <laughs> I just, I kind of got that talent. Uh, home opener is the 16th. It's a Tuesday uh, against uh, University of Southwest. Yes, come out. Appreciate all the support and, and just looking forward to having a season here in New Mexico. Hey, what's up with my boy Derek Chavez? He's a great kid. Yeah. He's going to redshirt for us. Okay. Um, we have a big, you know, we're senior loaded. I think we have seven, eight seniors on the roster right now. Um, but it's, it's good for him. He needs time to, to mature, to get stronger, to get quicker, faster. Don't mess um, up that jump shot, though. No, the, the shot, I don't, that, that shot's never going anywhere. Nice. So I called last year, I called the very first, um, like, post-COVID fans in the stadium game. And the first one in New Mexico was at Valley. So I was calling the Valley game, and Chavez comes out and just puts 25 up on the board Woo. with fans in the stands for the first time. Woo. And it's three fingers up and three fingers down, and it's the whole world of excitement. And I'm like, okay, like you, I just became the biggest fan in the building. So obviously how fortunate I'm going to be to be a part of his career into the collegiate years as they advance and apparently next season. So, yeah, no, yeah. He'll, be, he'll be part of our group of New Mexico kids, and every year it's going to be a, a new New Mexico kid, and, and we're excited to have him. My last question, Coach, and we kind of feel this to everyone, is uh, we talk a lot about recruiting during the COVID times and how you're able to connect with youth. Um, 
did it keep you primarily to New Mexico because of the cr- recruiting, or did you feel like you can maybe get out a little bit more because you didn't have to be face to face with everyone um, with technology? No, I, I don't think it, it. It didn't take a hit on us at all. You know, we recruit. New, we're going to recruit New Mexico no matter what, whether COVID, not COVID, whatever. That part is easy. Um, but we were still able to go out and recruit. We got a six nine transfer from. Um, He's transferred from Boston College also, Andre Adams, number 13. Yeah, big kid. Yep, he didn't get to play there. He tore his Achilles in the fall, but he grad transferred there from Southern Utah. Southern Utah's in the big sky. He started 53 out of 55 games there, averaged about 9 and 6, shot 60% for two years. So, I mean, he also he played at Arizona State as a freshman. I mean, this, isn't, this game won't be something new to him. So that was a big get for us. Um, it's not many times Division II schools have two guys from a Power 5 school. Right. You know, where we have Sammy and – and Dre, and they were also AAU teammates oh, when they were cool. in, in high school and stuff. So getting him, we have a transfer from Idaho, uh, grad transfer from the University of Idaho, um, Javari Christmas. Marcus Brown is a really good player. He's a Division II transfer from Cal State San Marcos, who was with us last year. Should have been a senior year transferring in, didn't get the play, but he stuck around. Um, so that, and that's what I'm more excited about than anything is I think we're doing things right at Highlands because in a year of transferring and it's easy to transfer these days, we had a COVID year where they had a free year to leave, and we didn't have a single guy leave. That's awesome. So, I mean, I think that, that, that says a lot about Highlands and, and what we're doing there and what we're trying to build. So that's what I'm excited about. Hey, you want to go ahead and pat yourself on the back? This is the show to do it. You don't got <laughs> to act humble around us. No, yeah. no, I'm, that, that is one thing I am proud of. Is Just is, don't fret it up. No, <laughs> my goodness. I'll, I'll never go that much. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of things I like, and I'm just familiar with me. So, uh, <laughs> Coach Dominguez, you are the absolute best. Any final words before we cut you loose and bring in Coach Patino? Nope, just excited to be here and get the year going and, and appreciate you guys having me on. Coach Mike Dominguez of your New Mexico Highlands Cowboys, thank you so very much for your time. We're going to grab a break when we get back. Uh, Van and I caught up with Coach Patino. We're going to put that on the airways for you and then live back from the pit immediately following that at 545-ish. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the pit. We are not at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pino Coffee, and we're playing with I-9 Sports. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the pit. We're having a lot of fun today, and we're so fortunate to have Coach Patino joining us. Uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, the upcoming men's basketball season. Um, we're going to do it with a little exhibition basketball tonight against uh, this Highlands Cowboys team. Coach, welcome to the program. How are you? Doing great. Excited, obviously. Uh, get the season going. Get get, get back in the pit. Um, obviously, this community hasn't been able to see games in here in a long time, so uh, it, basketball season is right around the corner, and, and there's so much to be excited about. Coach, new team, new season, new players. X's and O's aside, what's it like getting that camaraderie there in the locker room? Well, it, it's that's what it's all about. Um, you know, we probably overthink schematically what we're doing and all these things. I mean, what it really comes down to is whatever it is that you do, are those 13 guys, the coaching staff, everybody all aligned the same way, uh, pulling in the right direction? You know, if you do that, you could play zone, you could play man, uh, you could switch ball screens, whatever you want to do. But if you're all pulling in the same direction, you can do great things. And so uh, we strive for that every day. We try to create as much adversity as we possibly can in practice so that they're prepared for it, so that they stick together. Um, but there's no better feeling, especially at home, playing in front of your fans, fighting to get a win. Um, that's what it's all about. 
hey, play in front of your fans is like kind of the talking point, though, right? Because it has been sometimes since these athletes have been able to been in front of this passionate fan base, specifically in the pit. So with that said, um, has that been a lot of distraction in the offseason? Have you guys coached to it? How are how are your athletes uh, coming to the idea of, of you're going to have eyes on you for the first time in what might be years? We only have one scholarship player in this program wow. who's played in front of fans at the pit. That's um, crazy. That's crazy to think. So, and 99% of them chose this place to play in the pit. That's that's why they came to New Mexico. Um, so, this is why this exhibition is very important to us. You know, we did a cherry and silver scrimmage. Um, it, it's We've got to get kind of the jitters out a little bit because come Wednesday, they count for good, and we can't have that feeling of, of anxiety and all that. I mean, we've got to go play. Um, so, that's why hopefully we'll treat uh, – you know, this game like a real game, so to speak, so that uh, it's a great kind of uh, appetizer to the real game, obviously, on the 10th. Coach, some acclaimed transfers came here with you. How are these guys acclimating to the new city, the new school, and the new team? Well, obviously, Jamal Mashburn Jr. was one that I coached. So from a basketball standpoint and just from a culture standpoint, he understands what's expected of him. Um, but the other guys are still learning, you know, and the, the the job of the head coach and the coaching staff is to be crystal clear on what the expectations are. There is no gray area in this program um, and get everybody on the same page with it. Um, the next step is how do we do it throughout the course of the season? We've got eight new guys. We've got five returners who have never played for me. Um, so as much as I'm excited about the talent that we've added in kind of uh, difficult circumstances, meaning not being able to go out recruiting. Um, you know, we got to see, we got to learn, we got to grow, we got to, we've got to go through the ups and downs to become a really, really good team. But the good part is we've got good talent, we've got guys who work hard, they want to win. Uh, the next step is how do we do it all together? Um, you know, when adversity hits. Coach Richard Patino of your Lobo basketball team joining us. Obviously spent the last, what, seven or eight years in Minnesota just making big waves. And what was that like to take over, like, a D1 university at such a young age, Coach? What was the, what was that, like, adjustment for you coming in to go from a guy who hadn't really been at that level yet and to do it so young? Well, you know, I was an assistant coach um, for Florida and Louisville for five years. Right. And obviously went to three Elite Eights, went to a Final Four. So you're at the highest level, but you're an assistant coach. You're not the head guy. Uh, and it's different. And I get the FIU job at 30 years old. And I thought to myself, okay, this will be good because I will learn how to not only coach but run a program when nobody's watching. And we ended up having a really good year. Uh, got the Minnesota job at 31 years old. So all of a sudden now you're at the highest level. Every game is on TV. Um, you know, every building is sold out. Uh, and it kind of hits you right in the face a little bit. You're not quite ready for it. Um, and so I am extremely confident going into year 10 of being a head coach. Uh, this is a unique job, New Mexico. It's Our fans are very, very passionate. Um, they love the game of basketball. And I think you need somebody like me who, who's coached in the Big Ten, is coached in the limelight, and can handle it. So um, I had a great eight years in Minnesota. We had a lot of ups. We had a lot of downs. Um, you know, but I'm as confident as ever. You know, I didn't, I didn't need to take this job. Uh, Minnesota could have still paid me one more year to not work. Uh, 
but I made the decision to come to New Mexico because of this fan base, because of this great home court advantage. It was just it was an opportunity that I could not pass up. And uh, I'm excited as ever. I've learned so much, and I'm still young. I think I'm still the second youngest head coach in the Mountain West, but I've got a lot of experience. Coach, you've uh, talked about how passionate UNM fans and Albuquerque citizens are for this program. Another thing we're passionate about is supporting local. you got three young men from New Mexico on your team. How are they going to contribute this year? Well, I mean, everybody is going to contribute, obviously, in a, in a different way. Um, you know, and it's very, very important that we do recruit the state of New Mexico. You know, if there's if there is somebody that's good enough to help this program, um, we got to recruit them. We got to keep them home. You know, so everybody's got kind of different roles, but we're all we're all really you know, the the number one thing that you have to try to do is help the team win. And if you play, you don't play, you could still help the team win. Um, what you see during a game. It's probably about 5% of what we actually do. You know, I mean, there's so many players, even if they don't play, who are very, very important in practice. Their voices are very important in the locker room. Um, but as I, as I tell our guys all the time, you know, as you walk down that tunnel and you walk out of the court, we're, we're one New Mexico, and, and we're going to do everything possible, no matter if you play, you shoot 20 times, you don't shoot at all, to help get this win. Coach, I was t- when you might not be aware of this, Coach, so I'd, I'll just introduce you to this right now. I'm the broadcaster for New Mexico Highlands. I'm the play-by-play guy for for all the athletics up there. So I was coach. I was talking to Coach uh, Dominguez about recruiting the state. Right, I was talking to Coach Davidson up there about like recruiting the state, and they were saying that during the COVID time, it's a different type of recruiting. It's not the recruiting that maybe you have been accustomed to for the last ten plus years that you've been doing it, Coach. How is that adjustment during the COVID period for you? Is it a lot of social? media are you not able to get into living rooms like what changed in your approach to bringing young men into the program everything (laughs) you know i mean it's um you hate to say it because i'm not complaining but recruiting is all about building relationships face-to-face relationships and the world changed when covid hit Um, we normally would go out and recruit a kid you'd go out and see him play seven times during the year you'd go watch him in aau um, you'd go do a home visit, then you'd bring them on campus for a 48-hour visit. You didn't get to do any of that. So I brought in eight kids here off of Zooms. And now I, I feel like we're very you know, lucky and fortunate to get some really good guys from that, but that is extremely hard. Recruiting is an inexact science to begin with. Well, now you're doing it off of – because it's essentially speed dating for these recruits. Right. They'll do – eight different zooms in one day and they'll all be 30 minutes and whoever and what it taught you was if you don't have the best graphic powerpoint presentation film presentation you're not going to get them because they can't see like the beautiful campus the blue skies the mountains and all the things that you would sell if they get here um you know so we had to get creative i'm happy that we're back to having kids on campus and being able to go out recruiting because although it's never perfect uh it's a lot better Uh, than doing Zooms all the time. All right, Coach, we talked about the pit, we talked about the kids, we talked about the program. How about you, Coach? How are you acclimating to to life in Albuquerque? You know, the nickname Albuquerque, it gets that for a very good reason. How how are you handling it here? Like, you just had a birthday, Coach. Like, where did you celebrate your birthday? Like, that's the question Lobo fan wants. Um, where did I go for my birthday? I went to Antiquity down in Old Town. Very oh, good restaurant very that nice, I like. Very nice. Okay. Uh, went, went, went with my wife. Um, 
I have loved it. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I I took the job because I believe it's a sleeping giant, but I hadn't really spent a lot of time here. Uh, I spent one day here when Louisville played West Virginia in the 2005 regional. I didn't remember, honestly, much of it. I remember the pit, of course, um, but I hadn't spent much time here. And every day my wife and I sit there and we go, wow, this place is beautiful. Wow, I can't believe how nice the weather is. And you get to do it in a place that cares about basketball. Normally when you get good weather places, they don't necessarily care about college basketball. Um, so, you know, I pinch myself at how lucky I am. I think it is a big-time basketball job. The people have been so friendly and welcoming. Uh, so we love it. You know, I mean, it's a fun adventure. And now that the season's about to start, it, it's just it gives you goosebumps just thinking about playing in that building, playing in a, a great basketball conference, um, in a great community that really cares. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I've lived in a million different places. You want to be in a place that loves their basketball program, loves the university, and Albuquerque obviously does that. Coach, last one before we let you go. Lobo fans should be most excited about what? Well, I think the biggest thing is this team understands how important it is to get the fans back. Uh, we're not going to take that for granted. Now, we've got a lot of work to do. We were not very good last year. We've got a lot of new faces. Um, we're coming kind of so somewhat out of COVID where we got to get the community back invested in this program again, invested in packing the pit. Um, but every single player in that locker room understands the responsibility of bringing this city, bringing this state back. Uh, college basketball is better when New Mexico basketball is good. And every day that's what we're going to fight for. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I do know that our guys understand and they're up for the challenge. Coach Patino, thank you so very much for your time, friend. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Coach. Talk to you later. Thank you to Coach Patino, obviously, for taking the time for us. Game days are tough days, so excited to have had him. And we're going to grab a break where we get back. Uh, I don't know, more Lobo talk, more news of the day, whatever. We'll figure it all out. Uh, it's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from the pit, and we are laughing and we are playing. We are cutting it up. We're through the guest list today, so we're going to run this one out. Just the boys, just a couple short minutes before 6 o'clock, and that's when the doors open, and that's when they're coming in. So we're very excited for that. Van, you shot me a text earlier, <laughs> and it said, Monkey Boy. And said, I said, what? I said, what? said, bruh. Yeah. You, you catch that monkey story, and you said, what? <laughs> and I said, I'm going to save it for when we're on air. <laughs> So here we sit. We got about five minutes before the hour. Me and Robert are in. We're ready. Yeah, because I have no clue either. No clue. Whatsoever. A Texas assistant coach's partner. And this Texas assistant coach is. University of Texas. University of Texas. The Longhorns. All right. Hook them. Jeff Banks. Jeffrey Banks. Jeffrey Banks. Sounds like a weirdo. Tight ends and special teams coordinator Jeff Banks. Okay. Backup. Has a lady friend. Sure. Okay. okay. This lady friend used to have a job where she had to work on a pole. So okay. this is this is a sports adjacent story. This is a sports adjacent <laughs> okay. story. You're not talking about electricity, right? And she was so good at her job. <laughs> not a barber. We're not talking yeah, about yeah. a barber. <laughs> no, she is not a, a lineman. She's not a Wichita lineman. Okay. Oh, okay. A, not not that she worked in the country of Poland. And allegedly, 
There's going to be a lot of alleged in this story. Okay. Allegedly, she was so good at her job, she uh. got a new nickname. Oh, okay. Called Pole Assassin. Wow. From, Pole so Assassin. Where from we, that? Where, where yeah. is this monkey coming in at? Wait for it. <laughs> and the Pole Assassin. That's her name. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Pole Assassin has, wait for it, her own pet monkey. Okay. What? All right. Like like the Simpsons, like Mojo. Like she the- has her own pet monkey. All right. Not only is it a pet monkey, it is a registered emotional support monkey. What? So this lady of the night who was so good <laughs> at her job, her name was Pole Assassin. The Pole Assassin has an emotional support monkey that, again, allegedly... Used to get on stage with her and oh keep her God. calm no, it while she was doing Shut her job. Up. No, come on. Like a Rafiki kind of thing? Yeah, also, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Also, allegedly. So do you tip the monkey, too? It, well, he come and grab it. <laughs> he comes and grabs it. Like it's a carnival. Here, Chim Chim. He comes yeah. and grabs it. Yeah. Go he, get the change, Chim No, Robbie, Chim. he got a speak and say, and he <laughs> type into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so University of Texas coach. Patrick whatever. And pole assassin. Yeah. Jeff Banks and Pole Assassin oh, okay. have a Halloween party. How did they meet? And they have, uh, I don't know that much of a background. I did a little <laughs> I did a little research, but I wasn't as thorough as Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Oh, oh, I, didn't, I love it. I didn't get up to 500 pages of research. The callback is top notch. So University of Texas special teams coordinator Jeff Banks and his girlfriend, Pole Assassin. The three of them a special team and, in their own way. And they're... <laughs> Emotional support monkey, throw a Halloween party. What is the monkey's name? Chim Chim. So at this at this Halloween party, apparently some kid wanders off from the haunted house and maze maze, and tries to go up to the monkey's cage, and the monkey bites the child. Oh, oh man! No. Okay, not just bites the child like nibbles, like hey, get away from me! Right. I'm a Rabid emotional support monkey. No, he diapered up, right? He's got probably got to have diapers, right? I mean, you don't let King Carmark around no corn maze. Yeah. Without. Well, he apparently he was locked up in his own area, and the kid entered the monkey's area, which is a no-no apparently for well, thought, emotional support monkeys. I thought there was a diaper. Which well, that little kid who the, got bit. You said it like the kid walked into the jungle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this monkey bit this. The monkey bites the kid so yeah. bad. They have to pry the jaws apart because he won't release the child. So the child's never met this monkey before. The white face cat. Or maybe he has, and that's why. It seems like they have history. You know, I love that's exactly what I was going to say. And I'm (laughs) glad. History there. And I'm glad you immediately got the monkeys back. Because number one, the monkey should not be in this situation. Right. And number two, emotional support monkey. It's a monkey. It's It's a white face capuchin monkey named Gia. 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 Okay, Gia. Thank you, Fred, for that extra research. You failed to mention that Jeff Banks, the University of Texas football coach, left his wife, Corey, and three children for this situation. That's where the emotional sport came from. (laughs) That's well. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So the the child apparently goes in the backyard. The monkey bites her. And now... Pole Assassin is is making a campaign on the social media to um, support the emotional. She's supporting her support monkey. As one needs. Circle yes. of life and all. 
Well, I don't think, and by the way, Jeff Banks was in the mix to take over the Washington State Cougars job after their COVID-denying head coach. That's where they were going? That's where where they were going? They were going to Pullman. That's not a big jump. Oh, hot damn. Okay, so this is bad radio, but for us here, I have found an image of the pole assassin. We're going to put this on social media. Please do. The pole assassin and the white-faced capuchin monkey named Gia and how they're the real victims in this scenario. (laughs) Okay, I don't care how tight tightly knit your family unit is oh my goodness you get a shot pictures tell the real story you get a shot with the pole assassin and their emotional support monkey look you take that shot gia has little stripper outfits as well no big stripper (laughs) outfits six six o'clock hour when we get back it's abq central on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal live from the pit I am here. My best friend Van Nunley is here. Our new best friend Robert Gibson is here. And all the friends of the show have been stopping by. This is nice. Doors are open. You see these fans? This hey, look right nice. behind you, Van. What do you see, fans? Hey, and the band is just getting set up. Dang. The Lobos are out on the court uh-huh. getting warmed up. The fans are walking in here. I see the first two fans in the stands. Robert, you are kind of like a radio vet. Like, you're a radio pro. Like, you go to the microphone. You ain't afraid. Right, yeah. But this kind of energy is different, right? Oh, oh yeah, a completely different. It, it, it's nothing like, you know, you're practicing and then, you know, you, you may have your game plan down. Then you come into a situation like this. Might change it. Might change it up. Might change it up. The fans are here, though. They're they're running in, and the first thing they do is go to get that concession stand. Okay. Popcorn, baby. Hey, that's the one for me. Like, I, you really? Guys, you guys got that in your life? That's my go-to. Popcorn guy? Popcorn. I'm not a popcorn guy. Van and I last night were at the press club uh, enjoying libations, and uh, I must have had, shoot, all the popcorn? Yeah, you had like five boats of popcorn. I love that stuff. I'm a peanuts person over popcorn. Yeah. Oh, yes. baseball games? Big time. Yes. Seeds. Give me seeds. I'm a sunflower oh, yeah, seeds guy. Oh, yeah. Those two. Yeah, those seeds two. for sure. I think I'm so uppity on my popcorn. If you were to give me, like, different brands, if you were to, like, microwave it versus stovetop it versus popcorn, like, I think I could, like. You I could, could tell it me, apart. I could give you a hierarchy. Yeah. Okay, YouTube video. Let's do it. Build it out. Yeah. Me in front of a bunch of different popcorns. Sure. That would be awesome. Yeah, we started a website called The Whitest Stuff You Could See, <laughs> and it's me eating popcorn. I don't hate it at all. Uh, you know what I do hate is Ben Simmons, and I did not hate him two weeks ago. You tried to be an apologist for Ben Simmons, what? but a little more little more story came out. You called me on the spot on it, too. Yeah. Because I said, guy who can't make a layup, guy who can't hit a 10-foot jumper, guy who can't hit a free throw, there's something going on in his head. Mentally, he is not well. And then he claimed he wasn't well. And in that moment, I said, he is not well. And he has lied. And you had his back. And I had it I had it fully. You were like, hey, let, let this story develop. Yep. There's some mental Ill- illness stuff going on. And, like, you know, we're so passionate about mental health on this show. Yes. Because, you know, uh, us. Yeah, because of reasons. Because of us. Yeah. Have you ever met Robert Gibson? There's something going on up there. <laughs> A whole lot. But but, he, yeah. but but that's the reason why he he used this because he knows how people feel about it. Sure, you know that was that was his whole thing. And he said he needed some time off to get his mental health treatment. 
guess what he has done? Become a liar. He's, he's worked on his ankles. He's worked on his knees. He's worked on his hips. He's worked on his jump shot. He's worked on his free throws. Guess what he has not done? Seen the specialists arranged by the team. Done anything at all for his mental health whatsoever. You see how quickly he backtracked from that? <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I am good. I don't need to see that doctor. Can I introduce the, can I introduce the narrative to you, too, where I say, hey, it's so severe for him that even the idea of approaching it or breaching it is so traumatic to him that he's not able to do it. Can I present that narrative to you, too, and you'll be like, maybe. You can plant that seed. I'll give you the same answer as last time. He lying. Well, that's the thing. You have to take that into consideration, though, because it's mental health. That's the key thing here. You, you can't, it can't be definitive when it comes to mental health because it can go so many different ways. And the 76ers know they've been duped, too. Yeah. Because oh, the 76ers yeah. just started fining him again. They're like, oh, okay, we'll give you all the patience in the world. We understand mental health. We'll take our time. You know, trust the process. 345K a game. Woo! That's insane. Wow. Hey, you look around this gymnasium, it's going to take several people to amass 345K. That four, it was a four-year, 147 mil. I think all the band members who showed up probably got 345K in student debt so far. Well, they, they actually have a lottery band. They have oh. a lottery. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's how they get them in here. How did they get the right numbers in the lottery? It's, so you don't exactly understand how that works. Yeah, it's weird. Um, the Sixers are 7-2, and two and they don't care, right? Yeah, good, right? Good. Winning cures everything. Except for mental illness. Exactly. It's not cure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it look, can cure some fake mental illnesses. Hey, like, like no swear words here, no joking, no nothing. I'm legit mad at Ben Simmons because I'm embarrassed. He personally deceived you. Yeah, because I, I was the guy. I was the first guy to go out there and say. He's like, that's what he wanted. That, that was his whole purpose. To fool me. Yeah. And people like you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then once Aaron Rodgers saw Ben Simmons do it, he's like, "Oh yes, that's a, that's genius. I'll do that. I'll deceive. I'll deceive the whole world, starting with Fred personally." Aaron Rodgers said, "I was talking to my personal friend Ben Simmons and following some of the advice on his podcast." Hey, but, a real talk. You know what Ben Simmons needs? Emotional support monkey. I thought you were gonna say, "I." Oh, would, that'll just cure him no. immediately. Because you, know, you know Ben Simmons has had his hands on some pole assassins. I was just gonna say but he, he needs, needs pole assassins. Yeah. He, he needs fall assassin. <laughs> but you see the difference of the handling with this with Aaron Rodgers and Ben Simmons. That lets you know the Sixers are not looking at him in high regard. They're finding him. They're like, we're tired of this. Well, because it's been back and forth from both camps, Camp 76ers, Camp Simmons, where they're like, hey, you are handling this poorly publicly. Here's the thing. Work together. Like, What? Like, what is this conversation you're trying to have? Like, you are not doing it. I am not doing it. It is we, plural possessive here. We are not handling this correctly. And there's a, there's a big leap in between Ben Simmons and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> because Ben Simmons said, hey, I need some time to work on my mental health. And he has no data to back it up whatsoever. He didn't say, hey, here, let's, let's point to this and this he and this. He didn't come in with CAT scans this or is, anything. This is, yeah. why, this is why I need this time. <laughs> Once Aaron Rodgers starts claiming the insanity defense, he'll be like, no, listen to my 45-minute interview with Pat McAfee. So I need to work on my mental health, obviously. Or he'll say, meet my buddy Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's (laughs) (laughs) That's what he'll do. 
I'm I'm as fired up as I've been in any athlete because, like, there's some guys out there who like we'll use Scotty Pippen as an example, right? Like he said one, he was like, I don't want to go in. You're gonna give Kukoc the shot? I don't want to go in. Okay, you said that. Cool, I'm on your team. I think it was cowardly. I think it was soft, but I'm on your team because that's what you said. And you owned it. Ben Simmons, you was a liar. Lied to you. Straight up. You only lie. Like, now, not only can I not trust, I can never trust you again. You they, you are Aaron Rodgers in that capacity. Sure. Very true. Yeah. Hey, like, some office supplies come up missing around the 76ers? Ben Simmons. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, somebody's parked in my spot. Check the registration. Bet ben, I know. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Again. Well, now that they're taking money, he's the surefire winner of stealing stuff if that's the case oh no yeah. for sure <laughs> my, he's gonna be taking everything my grandma keeps getting these phone calls for medicaid fraud trace that number yeah, back 100 percent ben simmons Ben simmons again this, oh my goodness <laughs> what can't ben simmons do to the city of philadelphia i'm, I'm surprised i haven't jumped him yet the, like, like philly proper yes yeah for real throwing batteries at him like they did santa seriously like He's skating on thin ice, for like, real. They, well, they can't even find anyone to ship him out to because the league, no. They don't want him. Yeah, they don't want him. No. wants him. And no one does better homework than the NBA. Like, the, like whenever the NBA is like, all right, let's dive in, they don't just, like, look at your Wikipedia. They call, like, kids you came up with, kids they came up with. They call the yeah. Kardashians. Yes. They find out. They, all right, all right, who the black mom? Let's find her. <laughs> we about to talk to her. Like, I know there's a deacon down there. We're going to talk yeah. to her. Yeah, who's running the Boys and Girls Club? Exactly. Like, who gives tattoos to underage kids? Let's go find out. Yeah. Ben Simmons strikes again. Duh. Yeah. Hey, number 25 is not my guy. Not my guy at all. That and here, sucks. And now, because he won't meet with the Sixers. He just won't even go to, like, give them company. So they're like, we finding. Okay. Stay fined. Uh, so now it's up to 486k for what? For uh, back practices and back yeah. days he didn't practice, and then they know, back taxing. Oh yeah, they're done with him from every from when he started lying. <laughs> oh hey, my bad. That's the Australian pounds version of this. I was, was going to say <laughs> I saw that, but it had a little funny squiggly in front of it, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's a dollar sign. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> The fines went up immediately. Nah. You know, the the kids nowadays put the dollar sign behind the amount for some crazy reason. That's rapper names. You're thinking of rapper names. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Them, too. (laughs) But he's from Australia, right? Like, he's like, he's he's the one. He's an Aussie, yeah. Well, he's going to have to go back there. That's who I'm canceling. So, I I can't cancel for real Aaron Rodgers because he's just dumb and a liar. I can cancel Ben Simmons because he's dumb and a liar. And you're like, Fred, that's not different. Well, to me it is. It is. Yeah, it's 100% different. Yeah, he lied to you personally. Yes. It's something you're very passionate about. <laughs> and I was a fool on the radio when I'm doing, like, the most serious bit of radio that I ever did in my entire history of all radio. Do you hear this selfishness? It's not a real reason. It's because he backed him publicly. Yes. And that's I, the, I, I, you see that? I love how you're learning about Fred on the oh spot my here. Oh, Yeah. It had nothing to do with anything else. It was all about him. Alternative facts is what it was, and I just didn't want them. But you know what? I kind of like that. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I, never, I didn't say I was mentally ill. I said I was mentally unsound. It's different. Yeah. Hey, what, what you guys don't get is I turned off my at mentions on Twitter, so it's getting pretty serious in my head, okay? <sighs> ben Simmons. Also, yep. oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, they take enough money, he'll heal up real quick. I thought that about Kyrie, though. Yeah, oh, Kyrie. Kyrie's owning it. Yeah. Well, he's all the way in. Well, you know, he's 
quirky about a lot of things. Quirky is very kind. Yeah, I couldn't say what I really wanted to say, but he's, yeah, he's out there. So I didn't, but with Ben Simmons, I don't see him like that. You do now. That money is going to change him up in a little bit, I believe. A little bit to the Sixers, though. Is that forget you money? Because it's not like he's really ever going to write him a check. They just ain't going to write him a check. Yeah, you just got to not pay him. It's easy. Yeah. And with his behavior, they're like, thank God we don't have to pay him to go through this. So easy. Yeah, they're making it easier on him. And he's going to be in, because they got a lawyer that's better than your lawyer. Sure. And he know what that paperwork looks like. And he's going to say, actually, this 147 mil over four years, you entitled to that one year that you went to the playoffs and fell asleep. That's it. That's all you get. Ben Simmons should be checking to see if he has any more eligibility left. Like in college. <laughs> Go get that name, image, likeness. Exactly. Go play for Auckland U. <laughs> Sydney Tech. Oh, my Does Sydney goodness. Tech have a basketball team? Oh, that, no. He will do that. He'll get one of those sponsorships from, like, one of those exclusive clothing brands. With the, like, uh, like, like, black-only college clothing brands. Oh, and then yeah. somebody will be like, hey, come, come be a golfer. You know, we got J.R. Smith down here. You just come hang out. Like, we put you both you guys out there. Just go to China. Just <laughs> oh. stick, stick the middle finger up to the NBA and yeah. Australia. It's, it's, hey, uh, I know you guys know Starberry, but here's the thing. I'm Lie Simmons. I just lie all the time. They're like, cool, we in. We I like how you did that. L-I Simmons. I like that. That was dope. I'm, I'm picking you up. I got you. You see that 25 on this shirt? That's how many hours a day I'm lying to you. <laughs> Grabbing that break when we get back. OBJ, OBS, and you're saying what? Dave Busters presents ABQ Central, not live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're at the pit. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we're playing with I 9 Sports, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from the pit. We are having about as much fun as we could possibly have. The fans are, what do you, what do you call a Lobo fan? What is like the, what's the terminology for? A woofer. A woofer? Yeah. Okay, that's that can't be correct. That's, I want you to start using this. It is, it's completely the correct terminology. Someone will be calling in three, two, you're thinking, one. <laughs> <laughs> completely of Rockford Fosgate is what you're thinking. Kids on the court. This is like the regular thing. This is the whole thing. List Like, friend of the show. This is just a Lobo game now. I'm feeling it. Mexico Highlands and the Lobos. Have both gone back to their locker rooms 42 minutes from the tip-off. Catch the pregame at 6.30 on KKOB with our friend Rob Portnoy and Hunter Green. Hey, real talk. Yeah. How come they didn't let us on the court and play earlier when we had some spare time, but these kids just could do whatever they want? Well, this is well, unfair. Well, oh. we don't know who the parents are, first of all. And only one do of they? us is wearing sweats. <laughs> ah, there's that as well. Yes. <laughs> oh, my... The dress shoes, scuff up the I court. I got loafs on. Yeah. yeah, loafers scuff up the court. That's, the that's thing. Oh, yeah. That's a good reason. Yep. And unlike kids these days, I only wear black on black on black Nikes. Unlike, unlike it was the entire rainbow color of shoes out there earlier. Today's varsity is the varsity of basketball sneaks. Stoked for that one. That's oh, yeah. Gonna, that's going to be a good one. Uh, okay, so the waivers got their guy today. So, ODB, ODB, what? Odell Beckham Jr., he gone. So I'm going to look up the waiver wire real quick. Uh-huh. I'm assuming it goes like Lions are first, Dolphins are second. Not actually how it works. Texans are third. Because yeah. <laughs> it goes by losses, right? So you every team has a chance to put in a claim. Correct. But you have to go 
in terms of your seating. Unless you've already put in a claim. So if you've already put in a claim on the season, then it moves you down. So, like, technically, like, towards the end of the season, a team with a winning record could be closer than a team with a losing record if a team if with a losing record claims. has already made a claim already earlier. Made a claim. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I know that part. So the answer is when does he sign with Tampa Bay? Oh, geez. They don't, they don't need him. If there's somebody that doesn't need OBJ, it's the Buccaneers. Yes, of all teams. Yeah. Whoever signs him has to pay how much? Seven and a quarter? Yep. Seven and a quarter mil to sign him. And here's the thing. The second you sign him, you say, your dad's got to stay at home. A stay-at-home dad, is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're not calling everyone. We only only call on on you. By the way, Lobo loyal fan, um, you're not as loyal as this one gentleman who showed up early in ICP makeup in Lobo who... I am referring to him as, from now on, as a Juggalobo. That's a Juggalobo. Oh, it's a Juggalobo. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna. We're definitely going to get a photo, like, adjacent to him. So, from the insane fan posse. Yeah, that's how that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I think I believe the Quan's Auto Care hotline is open. And then, uh, is caller Marty with us, friend of the show Marty? Is that correct? That is right, guys. Marty, welcome to the program, friend. How are you? Good. Listen, I don't know if you guys talk much soccer, but um, I kind of saw the firing coming if they didn't get into the playoffs. Um, I do follow. I did. I did. Especially my grandson. He, he follows United quite a bit. But um, what happens in soccer is that if you keep letting teams, when you have a one-zero lead, right, or say a, a one-goal advantage, and you cannot hold that lead, even if you end up with a tie, I think eventually. That's what led to the to the fact that they probably weren't going to renew him and look a different way because that tells me strategically you weren't using your substitutions right or or strategically you weren't protecting a lead um, because I remember many games where I felt that they could have just protected the lead, held on. Instead, they managed to keep attacking and they got beat on the back line. And that happens because the other team isn't going to stop attacking. They've got to they've got to try to tie you or take the lead. And I think I, this season there was just so many games like that. That's so a very good point, win. Marty. And uh, we'll address that right now. Thank you for the call. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Throughout the season, the biggest impediment, the biggest thorn in the side of New Mexico United was losing late leads. It, everything that was tight was not a win. With that being said, he he looks the part. He talks the part. And if I've learned anything from Ted Lasso is that the head coach of a football team, a soccer team, doesn't matter whatsoever. Because in the show Ted Lasso, which is a real-life documentary, if I'm not correct. It's not. It's not? No. Oh, whoopsie. Yep. They let the uh, the team manager, the guy who does the, the dirty socks, draw up plays. So I think whoever they get will not matter either, and it's on the recruiting better players and signing better players for me. So, Coach Troy, obviously this last season, failing to make the playoffs, and then, by the way, two bangers of a year. But fired, I think, is a tough terminology because his contract just ran out. Yeah. Yeah, so this is an ask to step down versus a firing kind of situation. And uh, also, I don't know if it was known uh, to at least many friends of the show, the technical director for the United Two. So he wore multiple hats. Sure. So I would assume, like, Peter Trevisani and that leadership group over there, moving forward, like, I don't think that's one job. I think being the head coach of the soccer team is one job. 
being the technical director is one job. You don't necessarily put that on one individual because as we saw this past season for the United, you don't make the playoffs. Do you guys think that this coincides with the no new stadium in any type of way? <sighs> oh, he think, had, he think, had the contract from before. So give him some credit. He, did, he didn't do that poor of a job. Like, it, it's hard when you make the wrong substitutions and you, you lose the match at the last couple minutes, you know, or even in stoppage time, which didn't happen, it happened more than once this year. Coach Troy was asked, and he said, quote, no, that had nothing to do with that. That's about as simple as it wow. goes. that's pretty, yeah, pretty I mean, short. Okay. Uh, the United did put out a bunch of uh, really kind words on social media. So if you are if you follow them at all and you want a little bit more on this story, you're going to be able to get that. I know I reached out to the United today, uh, but because we were live at the pit and so guest heavy, I know we're going to connect on Monday. So we will. Correct. Yeah, we'll absolutely have an update on it on Monday. But thank you to Caller Marty for reaching out because, um, you know, it's tough, you know, because we had a lot of stadiums talk, but we didn't necessarily have – a lot of United talk after the playoff picture became bleak. So, obviously, still a lot of passion there. Um, back to OB or Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, whatever team brings him in, you got to be insanely transparent with your dad needs to shut up. Send him home. Just stay home. You can watch. Like, give him your red zone login information and say you stay on the couch. You buy him a 12-pack every weekend and say you can't come here. You can't cause any drama. You basically turn him into LeVar Ball is what you do. It's like you can't come to the stadium. You can't talk about the boys. You can't use our hashtags when you tweet. Well, that's it, too, though, because, like, for Robert, yeah. like, Robert, as soon as the Chargers sign him, you're going to have to go back and delete all your tweets oh, over the last two weeks because now you're the biggest fan. I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one, though, for your boys. Like, if the Chargers – What you don't understand about the Chargers is we never do anything (laughs) ever. We don't pick up waiver wire players. We don't trade. We'll draft you. Either you'll stay or you'll go. But I haven't seen us do anything like that in a while. Hey, everyone shut up. Here's what I just missed. I had no idea. It's a little Beckham Jr.'s birthday. His birthday's today? No you are way. kidding me. What a birthday. You are kidding me. Happy birthday. Here's $0. So will he be on the <laughs> That's so cold. Will he, will he be on the yacht this year? As, as a, <laughs> is he on a yacht right now? <laughs> He's still got yacht money. Yeah, he does, but don't, don't do act you, like. Do you feel yachty right now, though? Like I feel a little yachty. Eh. Dad, we going to the boat. <laughs> Dad is on the yacht. I don't care. Hey, you at least get the weekend off. <laughs> oh, no, guy, nobody. Well, well, apparently he's been had every weekend yeah, off. Yeah, right? <laughs> None of y'all are going to pick up on my little yachty joke right now. Are you serious? Wait, 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 wait Are wait. you serious? He's not feeling yachty. He's feeling a little yachty. Oh. Okay. All right. Thanks. I see. I see how this is now. Oh, little boat. Gosh. So as, as a Packers fan, yep. I would welcome him with open arms. Of course. And be so excited to, be, to have passes thrown to him by one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Jordan Love. Yes, Jordan, Jordan Love, yeah. Is it, well, here's the problem. Is Odell Beckham Jr. vaccinated? Because you don't want to accidentally raise your team to 19th in the NFL in total vaccination that's pretty. Rate. That's poor. <laughs> it's really bad. There's it's, more holes in their vaccination policy than there is in their Wisconsin cheese. Oh, all right. It's so many teams that could use them. But it's like they're this like ham no burger. Like the, the quarterbacks are no good. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's out there if the quarterback can't get him the ball. He's to just B 
be a Brown again. Also, like, hella foresight by the Kansas City Chiefs who purposely lost four games so they can move down the waiver wire to pick up Odell Beckham Jr., right the ship, and become Super Bowl contenders again. I love that narrative. Yeah, uh, but I see, I see Gordon – Slipping off the boat a little bit if that happens. And if I <laughs> – He's getting caught again if ODB goes to Kansas City. If I wanted something that was really delicious five years ago, I'd go get a Baconator from the Burger King. Okay. Hey, what has Odell Beckham Jr. proven in the past five years? What has he done since that catch? It is time Nothing. now. <laughs> 6.30 break. We're grabbing it when we come back. We're going to talk about what Buckley's doing tonight. Laugh it up a little bit more here at the pit. And then today's varsity is the varsity of sneaks. It's going to be a good one. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the pit, powered by Benexico Pinon Coffee. And we're playing it with I-9 Sports, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from the pit. The band is playing. The fans are here. The kids are off the floor. The teams are... Warming up, and the Quans Auto Care hotline is full because friend of the show, Tommy the Truth, is joining us. Tommy, welcome to the program. Hey, what's up? It sounds exciting over there. Tommy the Truth back at you. Michael Thomas, Angel on Facebook acting name. Oh, I wish I was there. That sounds like a lot of noise, and I think Bertino's going to bring in a lot of excitement. It's a curious thing. Everybody's going to come in seeing what this guy can do because of, of, his, of how his, uh, his, his dad was a coach. See what he can do. I'm excited. I think they're going to have a good season this year. But I want to talk about OBJ. This guy has milked a catch as long as I've ever seen anybody milk a one-handed catch for that. Every grade school, <laughs> middle school, high school, college player, wrestling player can do now. I've seen him do it on YouTube. This guy's never been healthy. He can't stay healthy. I mean, what has he done the last five years? He's a bonehead. He, he's one of the divas. Now, this great receivers that put up fast, like Michael Irvin, was a diva. But he got the job done on the field and didn't throw his team underneath the bus. But when you have your daddy get in on Twitter and say, defending his son and saying all this ridiculous stuff, he's 29 years old. He's a grown-ass man. Let him talk to himself. I wouldn't have him on my team. I don't want him on my Cowboys. We don't need him. Nobody needs this guy on their team unless you're desperate. He's just too, he's, too, he's too volatile, and he's too all about himself. And he and plus, he can't play anymore. Look what happened last year. How did Cleveland do without him last year? Tell me the truth. Right? Hates Ob- yeah, right. I didn't know you hate Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad so much. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like guys that are like that but also don't deliver on the field. I don't have a problem with a diva, but deliver on the field, and he doesn't deliver anymore. He, I mean, he doesn't. They were without him last year. They went to the playoffs. Landry's the better receiver. He is. You know, yeah. Tommy, the truth. Thank you for the call, my friend. I hey, agree. guys. Have a good night. Bye. I, I agree with Tommy in the sense that Odell Beckham Jr. got that little diva tee to him. But I was a big Terrell Owens guy. Oh, huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like you give me that. All, hey, sit up. If the worst you do is sit-ups in your driveway, you my boy. I yeah. was a believer once he came back from that injury for the, for the Super Bowl. The ankle. Yes. Yeah. I was like, okay. But Tommy basically just called OBJ Odell. He just called him Al Bundy, living off past glory. He means it gets better and better. Six touchdowns for yeah, Polk High. Yeah, he's just the, the yeah. only person that milks a catch better than Odell Beckham Jr. Here we go. Uh-oh. Is Ellen DeGeneres oh. when he sh- when she shows off her wife Portia De Rossi. Uh, that's uh. Very good. Wow. <laughs> From the sports angle. They don't make gloves like they used to. Nope. They're basically Velcro now. 
anyone who wears a receiver's glove oh, yeah. can catch with three fingers. Yeah. This ain't what it was when it was what it was. This is what it is now. Anybody can do what he did now. That one time. Yeah. Go up, come down with it. Go up, come down with it. And you see you see it at every level. You see it for D2, yeah. D1, D, it don't matter. You see and it you in don't, high school, too. Yeah. yeah. You don't see everybody worshiping David Tyree out here. That catch was even harder than Odell's. And low-key. Where's I, David Tyree's contract? Well, I mean, that was a, that was a helmet. That's a whole other story. Sure. Yeah. It's harder. <laughs> who, get, who get more birthday tweets, David Tyree or Odell Beckham Jr.? Because uh, no one loving Odell Beckham Jr. So right I'm going to say David Tyree gets more. Yeah. Odell gets higher profile. Okay. That's Ooh, a good one. that's, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here's the waiver wire. LeBron get him. Detroit, Miami, Houston, Jacksonville, back-to-back New York, Jets and Giants, Washington football team, Philadelphia Eagles, Seattle Seahawks, Chicago Bears. That's the top ten chances for Odell Beckham. Just walking by me, local fame celebrity, the face and voice of ProView Network, Steve Davis, and he got that Lobo Red on. Yeah, baby. Looking strong. This place is filled out. It's looking good. It's sounding good in here. We're I haven't lot- seen Steve in a long time. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. He's top tier. Steve, da- if you're not familiar with Steve Davis, played here at UNM, uh, outstanding basketball player. Uh, if you watch sports in time, if you watch high school, if you watch ProView Networks, like check it out, New Mexico Sports Network, he is, he is that guy. And if you're not a fan of him, learn his work because he, you, you need to be a fan of his. Speaking of fandom, you got something coming out tonight, Buckty. Where are you at? Oh, yeah. I am at the Eclipse. Uh, doors open at 730. Show starts at 8. Uh, I want to shout out to the producer, Lady Action Production. She actually, um, her mom is a playwright who casted me in my first play off of her daughter seeing me do stand-up. So you're saying she playing? Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it should be a good show. 600 um, Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. I've never been there. I've never performed here, but I like when I do things at places I've never been before. How much are tickets at the door? You don't know. You don't have to pay. I have no idea. Yeah, something. I believe 15. Okay. Open 24 hours. Like, what? What's going it's on It's open 24 hours. What is this? What is this? Oh, yeah. We I think you're fun. thinking of Eclipse Aviation, we're Fred. Gonna, That's the wrong <laughs> Eclipse. <laughs> No, that's the right place. Yeah. I was looking. So you were yeah. there. You were there tonight. Yes. Joining us, uh, just only in passing, one Jeff Grammer of the newspaper in town. Check out the journal. He's the one who covers best it better, in the biz better than anyone does. And he knows the Gatorade policy too. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah. Got to sneak. Yep. <laughs> got to sneak. Everyone knows. The uh, so you're there tonight. You're in Denver tomorrow. Yes, I'm in Denver tomorrow. I will be hosting the Invoke 30th Year Anniversary tour the what yeah yeah the what? yeah 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 it's a whole bunch of r&b groups from back in the day in vogue drew hill all of that type of stuff drew hill drew hill i love Cisco. me some drew hill yeah but Cisco. not lauren no no okay no. If, I mean, it was, if it was lauren hill i would just go next month and she still wouldn't show <laughs> yeah, up that's what she- <laughs> no not lauren hill you are back sunday to do nothing Right. Van and I will be hosting Raiders Den at Bourbon and Boots on Sunday. Oh, we're going to have a good time. They open the doors at 10. Uh, Robert, feel free to come out if you want to hang out. Uh, we'll be there 10 to noon. We're going to have a lot of fun with that, bringing uh, all the Raiders excitement from Bourbon and Boots. And then I think we're there the following week, too. And by the yeah, yeah, we got we got Raiders Den back-to-back. Shoot, we might have the rest of the year. I got and, no idea. And by the way, friend of the show, here is finally your opportunity 
to have a coldie with the boys. Yeah, because we're off. Ah. You want to buy your boys a beer, this is the Sunday to do it because Sober October is just ending, and I'm ready, and I'm thirsty. I have the broadcast tomorrow at New Mexico Highlands University so you can catch the football action from me on the RMAC and New Mexico Sports Network. We're going to grab a break, and then when we get back, today's varsity is the varsity of basketball sneaks. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the pit. We are not at the John Lopez Real Estate Coldwell Banker and Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we play on Team I-9. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're back live from the pit, and now that the fans are rolling in, interesting how many compliments I'm getting on my tie pullover combo interesting oh really the people you paid to give you compliments started <laughs> finally showing up surprise surprise heck of a show today thank you to everyone who took the time caller marty caller tommy also thank you to eddie nunez who sat down with us he was a world of fun one rob portnoy who's currently working right now over on kkob mike dominguez the head coach of the new mexico highlands cowboys obviously coach patino who was excellent enough to sit down with us and you, Robert Gibson, thank you for joining us. You can be with us on Monday? Yes, I am. And right. thank you, fellas, for having me. This is so fun. I love it. Today's I-9 Varsity. Reach out to I-9 Sports at League Office 280 at I-9.com and get your, kid, hey, get your kids into some stuff. Get your kids out and play. That's what it's about. Instead of letting these kids just run around loose on the court. Yeah. Uh, 505-312-4999. That's how you connect with I-9 Sports. Let them know that the boys sent you. Hey, real talk. I would recruit this kid right here. That's a good shot. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, he made sunk it. it. And, and sunk he made it. it. Yeah. He's and this, other, this other kid can't even get his pants on. No. Well, kids these days. The kid's about to be yeah. ass out over here. <laughs> Today's varsity, I-9 varsity, is the varsity of basketball sneaks. I will go first because I picked the varsity. Similar to when Benny the Jet Rodriguez picked PF Flyers to outrun the Beast. To me, that was a game changer. You could not have outran him and no Chuck Taylor All-Stars. So give me PF Flyers all day long on my varsity of sneaks. Oh. Well, wow. Con- Converse Chuck Taylors were the original basketball shoe. Yes. Like old white people who look like they're playing basketball in slow motion uh-huh they started off playing in dress shoes yes like leather bottom dress shoes uh-huh it wasn't until chuck taylor's the converse the original converse that there was some kind of rubber sole that goes on the hardwood design it's revolutionary design wise they're top tier yeah. that buck, was yours Is buck, that you you want, you buck you it was my first one that you stole, oh, of course. Okay. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go somewhere different. I'm gonna go to my childhood, very affordable. Yeah, Penny Hardaways. XJ 900s. Okay, never heard. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> These are the Jordans of Payless. All right. They had a Miguel Jordan on it. Oh, these are bad. I think it's pronounced. Yes. Jordan. <laughs> Miguel. Miguel, Miguel. Jordan. I have too much lips for oh, that. Oh, no. So. You, <laughs> these, yes. These look like the wait staff at Wendy's wear them. Yes. These are bad. What? Those are oh. fire. What are you talking about? They still sell those? They, but you know what? $239. They, everything has came back in circle. Now, now they're hot they're, again. Those shoes, you could, you could give them 10 bucks and still have enough to go put gas in your car. <laughs> well, your Oppo Jordans are my exact Jordans. And I'll be more specific. The Air Jordan 3. 
Not only did it revolutionize basketball, revenues revolutionized basketball shoes and the way commercials were sold to people and the way shoes were designed. The original designer of the Air Jordan 3, Tinker Lynn Hatfield Jr., ah, or just hey. Tinker Tinker Hatfield, he designed <laughs> all the Jordans from 3 to 15. Okay. And his services okay. were hotly desired in the shoe world after the threes and the fours. I can tell he wasn't there for the two. No. I know he wasn't there no, for the, the two. No, the twos were bad. Horrible. One Marty McFly had to go back to the future, and when he got there, he got his very own pair of Nikes that laced up around his feet. And I'm going to tell you, I know they came out in limited edition in 2011, but I don't care about them. I'm talking only about the film-used self-lacing Nikes from Marty McFly. That is on my list of sneaks. Nice. Yeah. Smart. I'm going to go with the Reebok question. Allen Iverson's best shoe. I believe this is the best shoe outside of a Jordan. Smart. That, That's a that very shoe, and it came in so many different colors, too. It's not bad. Much like the Jordan 3s, Yes. I'm going to go with the, the shoe that inspired the Jordan 1 which is the Air Force Ones. Okay. So Give me two pair. All of the Jordan. I knew you'd love this one, Fred, yeah. and I hope I didn't steal it from your list because I, I need- know because you're such a Nelly dork. Yes. Oh, The Air Force Ones inspired the Jordan Ones, which inspired the threes, and I think threes are the best basketball shoe the, of all time. The greatest action movie of all time is Terminator. The greatest horror movie of all time is Terminator. The greatest buddy cop movie of all time is Terminator. And I'm going to tell you the greatest sneaker of all time, are Kyle Reese's Nike Vandals that he wears in Terminator as he has to outrun the greatest killing machine in the history of the planet Smart. to save Sarah Connor Smart. and impregnate her with baby John Connor. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Nike Vandals that Kyle Reese wore as he killed Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. I'm going to keep mine in the Nike family. I'm going with the foam posit. Ah, smart. Oh, okay. That is the most comfortable shoe I've ever put my foot in. When I mean shoe, I mean the sneaker. All the different colors. Penny had the very first one. Those shoes, you can't go wrong with them. And for my final one on the list. Oh, okay. Give it up I, early. And I'm glad. Oh, we can keep going. <laughs> I can talk shoes for it. We could have done yes. this. We could have done three hours on shoes if you'd have wanted to. Ready? And I'm going to jump the gun on you, Buck D, because you're wearing them right yes, now. Yes, I was saving that for last. <laughs> <laughs> Some people call them shell toes. Some people call them superstar pros. But the Adidas Superstar Pro Model 2 yes. is one of the greatest shoes of all time and revolutionized basketball shoes. In 1986, Sigourney Weaver wore a pair of Reebok Alien Stompers on the movie Alien, where she was able to defeat arguably the second greatest villain in the history of all film after the Terminator, the Alien. So I'm going to go with Sigourney Weaver as Ripley and her Reeboks. After listening to Fred's, I just realized I know nothing about shoes except for the shoes that I know about. Yes. (laughs) But I'm going to go back to the Jordans. The Jordan 11, the 95 season Jordan 11s, super iconic. Even though I did not like Michael Jordan, the 90s were rough for me, but I still got his shoes. Jordan 11 for me. Bonus. They, They didn't work. They didn't matter. They didn't help you jump higher. They didn't make you run faster. They didn't make you shoot better. But when I was 12 years old, 
you better damn well believe that if I thought it made me a better basketball player. The Reebok pumps. Yes. I knew it. Pump it up, baby. D. Brown. Yes. What I, you got on my pumps, I son? got my final one. Because these shoes just help me running. The Nike Cortez worn by Forrest Gump as Tom Hanks was able to run across the country in search of true love or something in the 1994 biopic, which is Forrest Gump. So I'm going to go with the Nike Cortez's, the red on white on blue. You took mine. I had to pivot twice. Uh-huh. I'm going to go new school. I was against these until I put my foot inside of one, and it was like walking on a cumulus cloud. Ah. <laughs> Crocs. Okay. okay. Yeah, I wasn't ready for this Crocs. one. They don't look worth a damn, but no, they, they do not. feel amazing. I'll tell you a quick little Croc story. Two Christmases ago, I used to make fun of my mom for Crocs. Pre-COVID. And then I had to take out the trash because, you know, I help out the fam. <laughs> and it's not like me and my mom have the same size feet. But I was like, hey, these are right here. Mm-hmm. Let me just slide my feet into them and take this trash outside. And it, you're right. It is like yes. walking on a cloud. Yes. And plus they got the regular two-wheel and four-wheel drive. <laughs> You could just you just flip the back up and you're ready to party. Uma Therma rock, rocked out against all the adversaries in Kill Bill, and she did it while rocking out on Onitsuka's Tiger Mexico 66s, which if you haven't seen, it's black on yellow. They're the most arguably popular shoe across the entire face of the world, and I had no idea they existed until Quentin Tarantino was obsessed with showing me Uma Thurman's feet. Nothing like a foot fetish to get you in the shoes or get you out of shoes. Robert, any final words before we go, my friend? Uh, you guys be careful this weekend. Once again, thank you for the opportunity. I love it. This is fun, and let's continue having fun. Van Nunley, anything for the friends of the show? We'll see you tomorrow for the last time, Burke. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. <laughs>